use like mm. a Have streaming it. software like Got it. what I, I used to use when we were all together or something along those lines. At any rate, hello and welcome to Probability of Demise, oh people, oh dice. Oh, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a month. We've all forgotten how to do this. We are well, I just, I didn't even knew it, It's the countdown. Like, I heard you say, I heard you corner. count down and then I was like, oh, are they going to start it? <laughs> smart. I am smart. So welcome to Probability of Demise, our lovely, fun D&D role-playing game in the new year, 2023. Welcome to you all. We will be back in just a moment after this brief message from our sponsor. Oh, wait, we don't have one of those yet. Musical transition to the swamp. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Since I could remember how to roll dice. I didn't grab dice. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what has happened to you people? I leave hey, you alone. I'm for... on brand. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is true. I was like, Very oh, true. you know what? To be honest. Oh, no, no. There they are. There they are. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, it, it has been a while. We were on a nice little siesta, which was, um, I, I'm sorry to say this to anybody who actually really enjoyed the downtime. I really missed this. This is a hallmark of my week and it makes me happy. So, um, I'm really glad we're back. Uh, hello, gentle beings of the dice. I am Rurik and you're listening to Probability of Demise. We are a group of storytellers who use Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition to provide rules and structure to Atland, a world of our own making. Atland exists on a version of Earth thousands of years into the future. An octopolar planet, look it up, it's science, whose residents barely remember the natural and man-made disasters that once left their world nearly uninhabitable. This is a world far different from the one you know today, a world of new magics and ancient spells, young gods and primordial deities. Thank you for coming with us as we explore it together today. Together today. Together today. Now, it has been a half a minute since last time we broadcast live and since we posted things. So if we could just do what we've been doing and... <sighs> Introduce ourselves. Hello. Hello. Okay. No, me. Nope. Uh, by all means, go. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yes, Rudolph's mom. I am no longer Rudolph's mom. Uh, <laughs> I am back in my own world. Um, I am Jessica. Hello. And I will be voicing, betraying, controlling Tanzanite. <laughs> Uh, you will be the hand up Tanzanite. Never mind. <laughs> yes. Um, the grand Tanzanite. Tanzanite is a very tall, beautiful, elven, 
goddess of death. <laughs> goddess of death. Goddess of death. Goddess of death. Who <laughs> continues to try to work through her classist views. And she's doing better, slowly but surely. That's all I Hello. I'm Jason. I play Asher. Asher is a uh, poet of some renown now at this point. Um, mostly known for his adventuring and not so much his poetry, but he does have, a, I think, a small cult cult following around the world at this point for his poetic skill in um, haiku, which is what he uses to cast all his spells. And um, yeah, he's just out there loving life, adventuring with his friends and right where he wants to be. So. Awesome. So wholesome. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm Larissa. I uh, play Trixie. She's an anthropomorphic red squirrel. Um, she is a monk, so she likes to uh, dash in and, and hit things Whack. very, very <laughs> Whack. Um, <clears throat> hit things very fast, very hard, and then dash out, usually trying to. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, we may not have any announcements, but I will throw that out there because who knows, maybe... I have an announcement. Yes. <gasps> we have merch. Look. <gasps> we do. Merch. Merch. Yep. Merch. So if you would merch like your alert. own... Um, merch alert. If you would like to support our podcast, um, you can get... Um, t-shirts and a bunch of other things from this link that I am dropping in all the chats. And then, um, yeah. So we'll also put that in the show notes. Um, it is right now we're doing T public. We'll see how that works out. We may change our vendor at some point if we end up not liking it, but thanks for your support, Andy. Yeah. Just something, uh, thanks Andy. Andy bought a shirt, but yeah, that's just something new we're, we're trying out. So, um, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Fun so far. I ordered. It did not arrive yet. Um, so I'm actually very excited because I went a little bit nuts. <coughs> I decided I needed to have a coffee cup and a hoodie. I love that, though. <laughs> uh, so Every yay. week is just going to be work and like head to toe. Just POD. Like POD gear. gear. <laughs> Sticker, stickers all along the wall behind them. I would totally enjoy it that way too much. I wonder. I wonder uh, what this. So, I haven't actually ordered the stickers. I wonder how big they are because I, I could put one on my microphone right here. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. So welcome. Any other announcements? Um, yeah. Good. Um, <clears throat> Stonewall Corral's upcoming March concert is March twenty fifth. Uh, we will be performing um, the three movement piece, considering Matthew Shepard. Uh, it's a three-part oratorio that commemorates the twenty, or that will commemorate the twenty-fifth anniversary of Math Matthew Shepard's death. The dramatic score tells the story of a young gay college student from Laramie, Wyoming, who is beaten, tortured, tied to a fence, and left to die. Employing a variety of musical styles, including gospel, traditional hymns, blues and folk, and simple yet poignant melodies of the score, hold an appeal to all listeners. So, 
<clears throat> if you are in the New York area towards the end of March um, and you want to come see us, please visit snowwallcorral.org forward slash buy dash tickets and you can get tickets. March um, on over to that web address. Get tickets for the <laughs> March. Okay, I'm done. Um, <clears throat> if you are not able to, sorry, I'm going to sneeze. I'm not. Ah, it's the worst. To sneeze or not to sneeze? That is the question. Duck right there. Um, if you are unable to attend, but you would still like to support the corral, you can donate uh, from the same website, stonewallcorral.org. Um, every little bit helps towards going towards our concerts, paying the musicians, paying for rehearsal spaces, um, and being able to do you know really meaningful works like like this one. So paying me, <laughs> just kidding, I don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that Matthew Shepard is twenty five years now. That's yeah. that was a formative experience in my life. Uh, just. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I know it's it's a serious <laughs> it's a serious topic, so I didn't prepare you. No. Sorry. Now we're all sad, Larissa. We're gonna log out. Sorry. Yeah. So so to bring some joy to your life, go and pick up some probability of demise merch, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, if you can't make it to New York, maybe send a donation. But uh, definitely support uh, the things that are going on. And I just got to not talk because this is going to stick in my brain for way too long. And instead, I will move us along the trajectory of our trajectory. Is that a thing? <laughs> um, and <laughs> the trajectory of our trajectory. And we will move on to Tanzanite's, wait, Jess's favorite part of the day. The word of the day. Word, word of, the of the day. Word of the day. The word of the day is, it's kind of lame, but. <laughs> it's kind of lame. Lame is not a lame word. Lame is fun. <gasps> Sparklers. Sparklers. Hey, for New Year's. Aww. Do, do you have a definition, additional information like you usually do? Or, is, or, or are we just going to sit and I've, enjoy about sparklers? I, I forgot that part. Sparklers. <laughs> You got so sophisticated. Something, recently. something white phosphorus, something. Um, <laughs> what is the scientific composition of a real see. good sparkler? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sparklers. Uh, a handheld firework that emits sparks. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, <laughs> I wish you, I had you know, one that's hold up right now. I know that my Google sees me as a dark human being because when I type in sparklers, the first thing it comes up with is sparklers accident statistics. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2021, just so you know, there were 11,000 accidents and injuries treated at emergency departments involving sparklers. <laughs> That's where my, I clearly I need to stop Googling everything anything uh thank you sparklers oh that's that might be a tough one to roll into this session so that, that might be a fun one for somebody to get some inspiration i was wrong, I was wrong. it's not white phosphorus which makes sense because i'm pretty sure that would burn a lot more holes and things mm. that would be probably already dangerous <laughs> we are now going to roll for the commercial unless that's being dropped are we dropping that jason oh Spark no no 
We don't, I know. We don't I love how I answered I'm, for him. I'm, I'm still begging for a sponsor. We get a sponsor and I'll stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, no. Get a sponsor and then that could be the commercial. Ooh. They, they yeah, sponsor us too. and I will write your commercial each week in, in, in 15 minutes during a break. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous and hilarious. Ooh. Okay. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> starting the new year off right or bad? Y'all are dying today. <laughs> I got oh, a 16. No. I got a natural 20. Hey. <laughs> I got four. I was going to say, if I get the low roll with a 16, Ooh, I'm going to be I got nine, so I'm not the last. <laughs> uh, I forgot what each of these things mean because it's been a while. I think that, um, well, the top roll gets to pick whether they want to pick, pick the, the thing or to read it. So whichever you choose, I, I get the other one. Um, I find joy in Larissa reading, but I also find joy in making Larissa think of things on the last minute. So I think ah! today is the last minute time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'll do my best by the reading. But... <sighs> mm. Do we get to like the consequences for 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 not thinking fast? Like it's some sort of horrible, terrible, monstrous horribleness. What? What's the opposite of DM inspiration? (laughs) (laughs) Disadvantage. Um, Oh no! What about? It's the scented candles that can. Restore. This is a D and D product. Scented candles that can restore health points if you sit and meditate while, like, and smell. Use them while you're like meditating. Oh, so like short rest candles or something like that. Yeah, like, they, they boost the 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 hit dice that you roll or something. Yeah, or you know, you don't have to use hit dice or something. I don't know. I was trying to think of like maybe like food scented, but like I know they already do that in real life, and it's weird, but. <clears throat> That's so cool. <laughs> Rick's like, I want to make that, that object now. You're watching, <laughs> watching Wednesday. What was it? The steak tartare candle? Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I'm fully like, you, you, you're joking. Like, we're about to make it right now. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm trying to figure out how it. to <laughs> plop this into this current scenario. I'm trying to, is there a reason that that could be existing? Does it always have to be good? Could it be bad? Um, <laughs> Rotten egg candle. Well, the sulfur <laughs> candle. Ooh, nasty. Uh, great. So that's something I get to look forward to reading later on. But right now, let's roll for the commercial. Not the no, commercial. Re- recap. Roll, roll for the recap. Roll for recap. Roll for recap. Oh, you are all recap. dying today. You are all Is that dying. another one? I just rolled a 17, which is so close to the same thing that it doesn't even matter. You're all dead. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> I rolled a four. <laughs> Every time. I um, I also rolled a four. Oh, rollies! <laughs> so roll again, Jess, and see what Come happens. On, now I rolled a five. <laughs> oh. You got a one in four chance. A nine. 
lose to a fucking nine. With... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I quit. Bye. Um, all right. We went in a hole and then we looked at stuff. The end. Okay, so we went. I, my problem is like when we have these gaps, I don't remember where the previous episode ended and where we. Um, it ended on a cliffhanger. I remember that. What was the cliffhanger? Because maybe I could pick it up from there. Well, no, because you have to I, I me work your way you back. Oh, how oh, did we can, start? Wait, wait, wait. I remember a lot. I just don't remember how. Okay, we so we went into the. We, we went into the base. We started the outside the gate. Okay. Yeah. We got the guy to let us into the the. We rolled well on our charisma checks and got like the the dumb gate guard to let us in. We meaning and, you. <laughs> yeah, and then we he took us to a big domed thing that was like a giant hot tub that heals you kind of like it fills up with like this weird red oh, liquid or full on idiot mode took yeah. you to the place he was least supposed to take you. First thing. And Tans and I, was... and I had our first date in, in the inside the, the healing <laughs> thing. Inside the healing hot tub. And then um <laughs> Trixie stood outside, and then we went wow. to meet with the leaders and found out that they were like running from the dragons and convinced them that we could help them and they're really interested in the alliance. And then they asked us if we would go down and look at like the inner workings of the magic hot tub. And uh, it's definitely not a hot tub, I just that's just what I'm calling it. Uh, but um, yeah, so like then we started to go, or they showed us like the entrance to go down into like the labs and stuff underneath. And like we started just kind of door kicking each like door that we came across and like going inside and looking at um uh, we found a book. Uh Trixie found like a, a book on martial arts, I think. Um there was another book that I don't remember what it was. Um and then we found um as we went in there was something about like Trixie got scanned and it labeled her as like one of the research species that mm-hmm. they were researching in this lab and essentially like we like we found more the lab floor and we were about to go into the lab where essentially maybe trixie was made i think or trixie's species or was made so i think yeah that's... yeah i'll i'll pick up a little bit there just because i do know it's been a while um so yeah you have kind of gone down this corkscrewing spiral staircase that to our modern day sensibilities would be the back exit. This is like the emergency roof access for a building. Um, Mm -hmm. It is not necessarily intended to be the main entry, but it is the entry that you have access to based on how things have settled and, and, and been destroyed and or preserved in this old building that once sat upon ice and now has sunken into what um, Antarctica became, which is Atland and the swamp in this particular location. And this sunken space, you've gone down this corkscrewing spiral staircase and um, that was literally the floor of the hot tub or the nanite pneumatic re-expression machine. Uh, (laughs) Fun nerdy things that I made up names for that I never got to say because... They weren't necessary. Um, and so you've gone down into this space and then you f- you finally, a- after, of course, she was scanned, said the information had been sent to a printing device down below in Lab 5. And you kind of went down, you went into a repository, uh, w- which was labeled resources, where there were many, many bins, like in a mortuary style setup, individually enclosed and you open two of them 
stepping back out, you went down further and down the stairs and you came upon the spaces that were labeled uh, labs and you research labs and you went down and through that space and you came into uh, one space where uh, Asher actually tried going into just a random one just to check it out and quickly withdrew, realizing that it was locking him in unless he backed out. And then you moved down and you got down to the correct one, or at least the one that had been mentioned by the strange robotic voice that still, for some reason, is um, holding up through all these centuries. And in this uh, new space, you you decided that rather than one person stepping forward, all three of you were going to enter together. And I think, I believe that you're on the cusp of that decision. You've all three stepped in. The door behind you has closed. And then I stopped because that was fun. And you're a butt. <laughs> and Trixie was and, worried that we're going to look at her differently when we figure out that her species was made in the lab or something. But mm-hmm. very much we so. assured her that was not the case. As you experience this uh, uh, at the, the the machine voice had already mentioned that it couldn't provide decontamination procedures and you notice that the windows aren't windows in this space because they've flickered to life and grainy distorted images uh, a crack crosses much of what turns out to be a screen um distorts the the image and creates some strange shapes and and colors. And you see a face of an individual, not terribly unlike Trixie's face, speaking directly to the camera, but no sound issues forth. It flickers again, and another screen pops up. And another being, a being that looks to have grayish skin and, and large ears, speaks directly to the camera as well. Both wear lab coats. And in the top left corner, you see a flashing red symbol appear. It's grainy and distorted, but it looks like a box, an empty box. And as that last grainy red symbol disappears, the lights flicker and go out. The screens go dark. And the door in front of you, almost as if with the power going out, so too went the magnetic locks that were holding them shut. And you hear as the door in front of you opens. The door behind you remains closed. And you hear additional either echoes or replications of the sound of doors opening. And in this pitch black, which for all of you, even those of you with uh, dark vision or goggles on your head, is such an abrupt change. But it takes you a moment. The uh, little... Uh, fires that or the little uh, magical globules that Asher had created before spark back to life almost automatically to compensate. And you can see the strange plascrete material paving the way forward into this darkened space. The room that you're in 
has a table and um, some old equipment of some sort and the cracked screens. But other than that, you can try to turn around and break down the door that remains shut, or you can venture forward into the space that you're directed to in the beginning. It's up to you. I'm going to like reconfigure my dancing lights to go down the hallway for as far as they can reach just to see what's yeah. there. Uh, the dancing lights lurch forth and um, they there's almost this moment as they first go through that open doorway where there's a reflection up above. And then as they move further away, that reflection shifts and changes. So you catch sight of something that's just above this door and they move further down the space and they they you intend for this to be traversing a hallway and instead it's a large open area um, divided by strange material crisscrossing in a grid-like pattern. It is an open office. The worst kind of office. No, um, I will... A bullpen. <laughs> it is the bullpen. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the open office concept, but that's a different discussion. Um, yeah. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna say, um, well, big creepy room. What could go wrong? And then I'm just gonna like walk forward into it. You walk forward, and, and um, Tans and I and Trixie, if you have your goggles on, I don't know. Do you have your goggles on or not? I, feel like uh, I would have, yeah. Yeah. As Asher moves forward with those those. Uh, what I'm calling fairy lights, but that's not what what they are, with the dancing lights moving forward. Uh, As Asher walks under, you catch again a reflection or a glint from something up above, and then it's just a space that I believe your dark vision extends 60 feet, right? Um, It's enormous, but there is a wall about 50 feet away. Uh, just kind of on the edges of your vision, you can see that there's a, a wall and several doors and spaces beyond. I'm going to walk. Is there like any, what's in the middle of the room? Is there like a, is it like little desks or tables? At a quick glance, you gather that the center of the room is a, um, kind of a crossroads between these this grid pattern, and there's a bunch of things there. Uh, could you go ahead and roll me a history check based on your previous experience blunking and see if you're able to identify? As a nat twenty, uh, some of the material here, not things you've experienced before, but you gather that these oh, are. So it's a thirty-one relics. total, by the way. <laughs> No big deal. So <laughs> um, <laughs> just likes the power. Uh, you 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 garner um, Asher that that there are some other artifacts of ancient work that makes little sense to your day to day life, but one object that you've seen here because it's been such a object of fascination is this thing, ancient mythical device called a printer. 
<laughs> and the reason why it garners such fascination for you is that you have occasionally gathered materials from one of these uh, in one of the sites that you're at and that those materials were brilliant and there were so many copies of the same piece it was such a great moment that, that you considered for the first time what would happen if you had your own personal way of replicating your work and sending it out amongst the world well, well for now i'm going to dig into one of my many pockets of my new coat jacket armor thing and um they got a little phosphorescent moss and like set it on there and then just like cast light on the printer so 20 feet bright light and 20 feet dim light beyond that casting light immediately makes apparent to all of you especially as that draws your attention and maybe blinds you for a moment as your dark yeah, vision i'm just gonna say ow is warn someone when you're gonna do that jesus that the, 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 the magic of that casting almost lifts up for a moment some light sheafs of paper that seem to have been freshly laid on the top of the printer bed. Ooh. I'm going to touch it. If it crumbles. <laughs> touch it. It's got the same plasticky feel as you remember from one of the earliest books you found that was so pristine that nobody believed you that you had found it in an ancient site. Okay. Also, um, just sorry, with the size of the room, I'm going to with that spell in the middle, I'm going to throw my four dancing lights into the four corners of the room. Yeah, and with that, the, the space is fairly well lit. You can see the grid-like pattern. Um, if there's anything in particular anybody's looking for, you can roll a perception check for I'm going to take that paper, put it in my bag. Yeah, um, e even as you pick it up and you look at it, and you can see that it has uh, um, some stranger words, but they fit the theme of what you've been hearing as you've been going through. Um, it says genetic history output as a big title at the top. Um, oh, so this is like printed stuff and not blank paper. It's not blank paper. It's 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 clearly written on. And actually, now that you held it in your hand, it's warm. It was just printed. I, I mean, I get that, but Asher doesn't get that. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> the way you asked. <laughs> And you're like, oh, it's not blank. <laughs> can, can I look around? I want to go. I want to follow him. Go in the room. And you see him licking and sniffing this stack uh, of something. I just go. Ugh. And Jessica knows them as like filing cabinets, but oh, they probably don't look like, too dissimilar to ones that you may have seen in the ancient reliquaries of your. Houses of worship, filing cabinets last forever. Perfect. Yeah. I basically want to just like dented, banged up, impossible to open, but they see last. if I could find something that says like squirrel, squirrel, humanoid, humanoid squirrels. Like, <laughs> um, so you're kind of like looking through the different cubicles and such. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Um, Unless there is like, obvious like shelving you know like filing cabinets it Otherwise, would definitely then... be within one of the, the cubicles there are there isn't like a this is a research lab it's not it probably mm. back in the days when it was first created very little of the information was kept in a hard copy format 
um, most of it would have been digitized, but mm -hmm. people have their own personal records and everything like that. So as you kind of like look around the space, there aren't, aren't filing cabinets mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. the room, but there are filing cabinets and such in each little cubicle. So why don't you go ahead and roll an investigation check as you kind of. I want to go peruse. specifically to the sixth cubicle. Okay, the sixth <laughs> cubicle, that will lower the DC for whatever you find there, but it means it's specific to that sixth cubicle. Yeah, okay. I'm feeling it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to roll a dice for this now, too. And I'm doing investigation? No, insight. No. What am I doing? <laughs> investigation. <laughs> investigation. Oh, yeah. Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> You too can get a copy of Investigation. <laughs> Let's go over recorded. to the copier in the middle of the room. Um. Okay, so you ready for this? Yeah. Nineteen. What a grand confluence! I rolled oh, a no. luck roll to see whether or not this particular space would have what you wanted, and in my brain, I was like. All right, 10 and above, this has what she wants. 10 and below, it doesn't, but then she has to roll high enough to actually understand it. I rolled a nat 20. And my head is going like, okay, so she rolls like a 15 or below. She's going to like see that there's stuff, but maybe not understand it all and need some help. She rolls above that, like let's say to 18. Like she really gets into some of this and realizes this is a, a trove of the information and um higher than that well i know her intelligence isn't like ridiculously high but it's not bad so she could get you know higher so 19 to 20 i'll say she really digs in and immediately picks up the exact right thing and above 20 i'll just have to give her something special on top like a big bouquet <laughs> So I didn't get that, but I like how it's I like. Get... How will we ever search this whole room? Oh, here it is. It's, 2023, it's, guys, yeah. go with that. That's what's feeling. happening. That's I was like, like it's she... in the sixth cubicle, <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> great. Turn left. Always go left. It's always to the left. <laughs> so, so we, uh, like like a homing missile. Cash, my shadows told by, me looking down <laughs> oh even better like my shadows just kind of gathered there under once like they just they were in your head for a moment and then they went oh we know what she's looking for let's make this the darkest part of this brightly lit room shadow number and, four was like i used to work here in 1997 it's right there <laughs> 97 eh oh yep. i'm going with that i'm going with that because that that's todd's way. cubicle <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Four, aka Todd, who you've always Aww. thought like had a little bit of a fuzzy complexion, maybe a little furry. You go over there, and in the cubicle, you can first thing you make out is a picture frame, and there is a squirrel being with a apparently spouse and two small squirrel children. And they aren't exactly like Trixie's people. But if you imagined the steps along the lines that would have to be taken, these would have been some early transitions from a human like Asher to a being like Trixie. 
And right there on top of the desk with your 19 is the summation of the research pathway where they were seeking to find ways to make people adaptive to the various environments that they predicted would be the result of the current calamities. This portfolio of information is stamped on top with top secret confidential. Um, and you can see little sticky notes that somehow are still sticking despite what we know is the proclivity of every sticky note to fall off, but you rolled a 19 and I rolled a 20. <laughs> it's super glow. <laughs> it's a really stuck sticky note. Todd was not into sticky notes <laughs> falling that fell off. <laughs> he, he nailed those suckers was, down. Todd was a little OCD. He just... <laughs> Pristine, well-organized, but paper still left on top of the keyboard. Really probably drove him crazy that he had to leave him there in the last minutes of whatever Meanwhile. was going on. Meanwhile, Tanzanite's like, I found something, but we don't have clearance. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this portfolio of information that shows the history of not just folks, as you kind of just peruse the first page, as you see other terms on this, this the, the top piece. You see, um, let's see here. You see things listed, uh, um, uh, radicalizing dwarfism rate uh, traits towards a greater adaptability, um, enhancing primordial scales on early birth projections to protect and better support life. You see um, one about uh, increased... Uh, uh, layers on the outside for various creatures. And there's different trials listed under that. Fur, uh, scales is again mentioned there, um, feathers, and various things like th this is a list of experiments that you all have kind of a vague idea of what the idea of like genetics is and propagation because farmers are farmers. Um, varied people are varied people. There are um, various opportunities where some of the various peoples of your current people have um, created families together that weren't from the same genetic background. And while the resultant offspring often came true to one parent or the other, uh, you do see that there's like this, this piece to it. Um, and the more you look through, the more information you pull up, nothing on your people, Tanzanite. Hmm. Your people are disturbingly absent from this. Uh, other people that are disturbingly absent is the people that you've been uh, teamed up with for a long time. That the, the more the smaller folk, those uh, folks that have taken to the underground so so successfully, the gnomish and the furbolgs or the cartbolds, as they like to be called. Um, but there's information on various adaptations that were tried. Uh, there's a, apparently a little piece on adding prehensile limbs and uh, the tragedies and successes of those with tails and other adaptations that have been tried. Um, but as you kind of like look through this, 
the original research was on adult humans and grafting and changing their genetics. And then they had children. And these folk were shipped down here at some point, just kind of following the history of this. In brief, looking literally through the table of contents, you get the idea that they took over their own research. Somewhere along the lines, they were the research subject and shifted from subject to researcher and started mm. seeking to protect and care for their own futures. Some sought to reverse the changes and some sought to accentuate them. Mm -hmm. It's at first glance, pretty horrific thinking about what was done. But then as you go further into it, it becomes clear that the folk who came to be in charge came to be the ones doing the different processes. They're all a little bit mad. Their ideas a little bit crazy, but they were progressively more and more um, responsible for their own things. And, and, Sometimes you, as just like looking through the stable contents, you're like, these people might have been really scary. Like this mm -hmm. is, they're doing things that you don't think your people today or Trixie's people today or Asher's people today would think were okay. And that's just the table of contents mm -hmm. <laughs> to a rather thick folio. Executive summary. With a lot of strange markups and information. And it's even stranger to you. It's like, this isn't written in that ancient language that only Asher seems to get. This is written in your your original dialect, the Sylvan. Mm. These aren't words of common, of the ancient languages of the people here. This is not locally written. At some point, someone of your people must have gotten involved. What language did the thing print in that I have? The thing that you, you picked up? Uh, it was written in the ancient language. Um, it seems like everything that wasn't anything that went to 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 from what you can understand of this and just like looking around the room, anything that would have been um, mass generated came out of that ancient language. But everything that uh, just like even glancing over at the nearest cubicle is written in a different tongue. Something that's not of ancient Atland. Hold up. Pop my head up and be like, uh, Trixie, uh, file. I'm still like in the doorway. I'm like kind of frozen. Like I'm a heart's like up here and I'm just kind of like. As you're not deep into this space and your heart's up in your throat, you kind of have a better observational point. I know what everybody's passives are, but because this is currently beyond passives, could you just roll a perception check, Trixie? Oh, yeah. A broad overview. Clinging the to the computer that I'm in front spore. of is a mimic. 
14. 14. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> I would like to um, poke at the printer and yeah. see, see if Asher can find the drawer that has the blank paper so that he can take the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Rating the paper. Uh, go, go ahead and roll an investigation check to see if you're able to figure out which drawer works. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say 21. Oh, yeah. You, 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 it's not even a, it's not even like a poking. You just you look find the see. boxes next to it. <laughs> it's, it's literally got the like the, the scoop symbol that we have on all those printers these days with the little sheets of paper. And you're like, that looks like what it is. Click pop it or pops open. There's a stack of paper there. And as you do that, you knock over a sheaf of paper that's still in its paper encasement. Um, the paper encasement being slightly rotted and falling apart while the paper within smooth and pristine as the plasticine paper is. Okay. I'm going to take like a couple sheaves of paper, put them in my bag. All right. Uh, yeah. Keep go ahead. Journals coming. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, um, add, like, what is it? What is a sheaf of paper these days? 500? A sheaf? Yeah, it's 500. So you can write 1,000 pieces of paper in your inventory. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, paper, one sheet is in. Yep. Now I had a thousand of those. <laughs> uh, it's going to be way heavier than this paper. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> but you can just, we know how much it two sheaves of paper weigh. They don't weigh with parchment weighs in D&D. <laughs> mm. Oh, it has no weight. Okay, good. That's lovely. The limit Thanks, does not D&D. exist. <laughs> there is no limit to paper. You can have it all. One thousand. <laughs> you just imagine, like, that's the new weapon in D&D. Like, I've got a bajillion pieces of paper because I can carry as much as I want. I'm going to throw <laughs> it at you. <laughs> <laughs> the paper wizard. Doesn't actually have magic, just those sheets of paper. <laughs> or maybe paper airplanes because they're pointy. <laughs> your eyes I'm a you. damage. Blood <laughs> damage. Make a ball. Bonk. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm gonna like very like uh I'm gonna woodenly walk over to Tanzanite. Because I'm just, I like, it's that, it's on the verge of, like, a panic attack where your extremities start to get, like, tingly. And you're just, like, not sure what to do. And you're, like, overstimulated even though there isn't, like, a ton going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just um, are, you're, you're, there's a lot of emotional nervousness in your crossing. And, yeah, you, you, you. As that yes. goes on, I'm just going to start rifling through desks and stuff randomly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you roll an investigation check while uh, Tanzanite and Trixie. Do you do you speak Sylvan? It's a good question. Fifteen. I do not. Okay, good. You can you can hold on to that for us for a bit if you want. This might what, help us. What is it? It uh talks about. Things they uh, were looking into of getting 
helping people uh, survive the climate and the landscape of what they thought would be left. So maybe kind of how your people came about. Okay. Maybe. Okay. At first they were afraid. They were petrified. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, look. And I point to the photo of the squirrels. It's weird because... Trixie, you know your people. The, the relationship is distant. Yeah. But you can see the traits. Hmm. <clears throat> Weird. Everyone's it's like I mean, you know, you you know where you come from. You know, you're you have your mom, your dad, and your relatives. But I never really had to think about, like, where we came from. Well, that doesn't necessarily have to change what you think or feel. You're still you no matter where people thousands of years came from part of you but it doesn't have to be an important part if you don't want it to be I don't know it's it's still our history yeah I don't know I guess either way you know they should know for better or for worse probably although Whatever they did. So, and I turned to Asher and I go, so just so I understand, before all of this, the people I came from looked like you, right? I don't know. I don't. Have I seen like pictures in old books of like you crowds have. and people and. Like you have Times Square or something that like I would know that everybody looked. I, I would say at a at a quick thing you have. Could you just go ahead and roll an insight check though? Seventeen. You have, um, but those people never looked quite right. They don't have quite the same features you have. Um, there are things that happened to even pure humans that were not tampered with that make you as alien to those ancient peoples as Trixie might be to those people. Um, I say that. <laughs> I communicate that to Trixie. That Oh, everybody just... everybody was different back then and from... yeah everybody was different from how we are now but 
everybody was the same then, right? I mean, maybe we're more like color skins and different color hair and different heights and weights and sizes and. Yeah, but we, um, I don't know, it just. Some people had beards and some people didn't have beards. And I mean, if you look at like, I don't know, birds, there are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of different types of birds, but they're all still birds. But like, you know, a, 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 a pelican looks different than a. I don't know if I know what these are. So <laughs> if I don't, stop yeah. me, but. <laughs> You know, a pelican I mean, will look there's different definitely than a, a bird that is now called a pelican that wasn't uh, maybe little, before, but is now. The little, the little, the quick birds that like hummingbirds. You know, yeah, they're both birds, but they're vastly different birds. So you know, maybe. I don't know. I guess I. It's just it's it it just all felt it felt before it felt like very separated um you know like it, it, you, you look like you asher looks like asher and i look like me so i guess in my head i all i just thought that we all like you know came from our people and all of our people just came from different areas, but it makes me wonder about what, like, I, I understand they were trying to adapt, but how much of that do we know that like about the climate disaster and like all of the man-made disasters and like all the things that led to them needing to go to these extremes? I mean, uh, you do, right? You know quite a bit from the history that you've pulled up, but it's been like you can document the changes based on what you found in various texts. But the people living in those times weren't historians and they weren't documenting them purposefully. They were trying to survive them. So just like today, we don't often document events until much later. But by the time much later came, there was a huge disaster. There wasn't the infrastructure that supported longevity in, in plasticine papers and plascrete and all the other things that have stayed around. See, these ancient relics, they stuck around because they were made of things that could stick around for a long time. But in the, 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 as what were inconveniences layered up from inconvenience to destruction of their world, of infrastructure changes, of a global ice age. The fallback in technology was too swift. The strange creatures born out of badly thought out labs, the explosions that occurred, the fallout from various uh, attempts at rectifying, you know, oh, let's warm the climate by setting off a few nukes, did nothing to help create solid documentation so there's a gap there's mystery and um folk like you asher might be the ones to fill that gap but it's going to be those filling it a gap big taking ancient artifacts and making assumptions about how things moved on from that point 
other folk that you've interacted with, I would say, Tanzanite's folk in particular, and other folk like her folk, you've all kind of gathered that they didn't come from here. Something happened that they, they came here from a different place. Um, many folk up until this discovery here that you're witnessing together, the three of you, assume Trixie's folk came from a similarly different place. Just like Trixie's describing this like idea of she came from a folk that had a history as a folk. This is disturbing that image. I just, I, I worry about that and I point or I, I hold up the folio and I'm like, I'm worried about what lengths people had to go to to make this happen. And if people would try to do that again without it being a necessity. Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm like, I'm thinking of the good intentions that I had with my syrup tonics and all of that just being taken over and monopolized into, you know, essentially a, a stay awake drug for military troops and stuff like that. Like, I don't, I think I don't, we just, we should look through this before we share it with anyone else and be yeah. very, very careful. Yeah. I mean, this is why I told Miss M a long time ago to keep the laboratory notes that we gave her a secret because I think we don't have the, scientific knowledge and technology that they used to have anymore and i think we end up with like scary glowing wolves and things that because people don't know what they're doing and they're just applying these practices liberally with no understanding so i think yeah we definitely have to be careful and i'm just gonna i think we can explain its place in history without telling people how to do it i guess or yeah i mean even like those those lineages and those that's an evil look i don't like that look keep going, keep going. <laughs> like those lineages that you know like your people come from a place and Tanzanian people come from a place and my people come from a place those are still true i mean this was thousands of years ago like it's not necessarily shaking up what we believe it's just giving us a view into our history further back. As this conversation is unfolding, um, all of your passives are ridiculously high, and I finally rolled low enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear... Nice humble brag. <laughs> I, 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 I have legitimately, this is like a TPK day if we go into battle. Oh, no. <laughs> I've had so many high rolls. It's been great. Um, you finally hear this, this, this noise from deeper beyond the wall um, that is there. Now, Asher, you rolled a 15. And as you were kind of like coming up and, and engaging in this conversation, you lift up 
a couple of sheets of paper and uh, it says at the top of it, and this is why you, you grab these, these sheaves of, of this expensive paper at the time that a certain person can't afford to buy when they really want it because it's really cool, fun paper to use. But um, <laughs> you hold up this, this sheaf of paper that uh, it looks like an interdepartmental men, me memo, but what it is is a summary of research throughout the complex and that the work in this room, in this space, was a tiny fraction of it. And you see something on interdimensional collider research. You see something on uh, uh, nanite research. You see something on um, measuring the properties of the astrophysics gateway. And you see something on uh, maintaining support for the what strange term it is to you all, the spacefaring astronaut crew. All of this is just kind of like a mix of things that have been kind of headquartered here, possibly in the last days of the the peoples of Earth. Um, and it's quite extensive. Um, but as you kind of like pick up that sheaf of information that you rolled a 15 for, um, you hear deeper in this set of the office complex, in this particular lab, a loud kathunking sound beyond that wall. <laughs> and I think, uh, any of you, especially with the lights lit up, you can make out that those doorways on the other side, one of them has a lot of text on it. Um, there's definitely, there's definitely a large uh, sign that seems pretty forbidding. It's got that same Triskelion image on it. And you guess that the sounds are coming from beyond that door. The last time you went to a place with a Triskelion design, there was a lot of them and the world shifted. Just a scotch. I'm going to go look at the sign and be like, oh no, this again. If I open this door and we leave, if we, and we lose 30 years, I'm going to be pissed. The sound comes again from beyond that space. Is it like, Rhythmic, or is it like someone knocking or banging? It echoes strangely, so it's hard to figure out. Um, it's definitely not rhythmic, but it is periodic, and it does seem to have a sense of something approaching, but it's not directly on the door. But for it to be that loud this far out from wherever it is and that it's still approaching, something weird's going on. Just gonna take out my pistol, be like, Ugh. look back at them, be like, I'm gonna open the door. You ready? Shwing. 
shovel comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, uh, boop. Let's see if it you opens. Push and it kind of rattles in its hinges and then releases where before electricity powered the magnets that kept all these doors closed, uh, power has run out and the door opens and in front of you is... There's a battery somewhere because the printer went. (laughs) Before or after the power went out. A huge, huge metal tube is in front of you and it you look to the left and it stretches off into the distance. You look to the right and it stretches off into the distance. Huge metal tube at this level that was probably underground when this place was built. Like it goes down or it goes straight? It goes straight in both directions. Or it appears to go straight. It's uh, the roll a perception check. It's the air train. <laughs> the hyperloop. Um, roll a perception check if you'd like to. I was going to come up to see if I could figure out which direction the noise is coming from. Yeah. Uh, you roll a different perception check. 22. 22, okay. Um, with a 22, Asher, specifically focusing on the specific thing, not just your general perception, there is a slight curve to it. So if this is circular, it is a huge circle. Yes, Trixie. 13. <laughs> I have rolled nothing but fours and fives so far today. You hear another and it echoes. Oh, wait, I rolled an 11. I lied. Sorry. It echoes again. And there's a moment of confusion as you try to try to figure out which way the sound is coming from. It's coming from the right. You're pretty sure. I'm going to wait in this bigger room (laughs) where we have more space to move. If we have to fight something, because I don't want to be stuck in this little tunnel. Mm, that's fair. Is there anything like, I'm going to look back in the room. Is there anything on the ground or on the desk or anything that I can like throw? Oh, yeah. There's lots of miscellaneous little pieces stapler. of paper. Stapler. These long things that are like your pens. There's some metal chunky things that might, or attached might not wires. be staplers, attached to wires. Um, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab the. I'm gonna grab <laughs> some chunky things. I'll grab a keyboards and mice. <laughs> I'll grab the the. I'll grab a stapler just because it's not attached to anything. Um, pick- not knowing what it is, but it feeling that it has some heft to it. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's rusted and- as hell. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to throw it to the right to see if it makes the same kind of noise. Okay. Go ahead and roll an attack roll just to, to toss it. Are you tossing it with the intent to like hit the pipe at some point or just, just down the tunnel or what are you? Yeah. You like I want, I want it to bounce off so that I can hear whether the, I want to observe whether the, the impact noise is the same as the, what we're hearing with the echo. Okay, perfect. Go ahead and roll that <laughs> attack so we can see if you... Ooh, uh, just uh, uh, unarmed? You made me An unarmed strike, I guess, thrown object, whatever, is yeah. 25. Yeah. 
I finally okay. rolled a 15. So, so you all witness this as Trixie tosses the stapler. It hits that large metal pipe. It's going boom. You hear the sound. It echoes similarly, maybe not quite with the same heft as the other sound. It is the same sound that you're hearing echo up and you realize that the echo you're hearing is up through the pipe and the noise at the other end stops. Something is aware enough to realize that there is sound happening that is not its own and it has stopped. And I turn around and I whisper and be like, and I hold my hands like this and then I stick my head just through the opening and I go yo 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 silent for quite a long time and then you hear something fuzzy and crackly uh, something that hasn't been used and you get just a sharp static noise that slowly clears up <laughs> and speaking Sylvan awkwardly and mechanically and with an accent not unlike series. <laughs> Be warned. Collider compromised. Be warned. Collider compromised. This unit malfunctioning. Repair technicians required. Oh, I can I can understand this because it's spoken. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't. <laughs> your... <laughs> huh? Um, it says something's something's broken uh, or compromised. Um, the collider before. is compromised. Whatever. Before or after you threw the thing into it. After. Huh? Before or after you threw the thing into it. Uh, after. I mean. And I stick well, my head in and out, spoke. and that I don't like even with my goggles, I don't see anything. Nothing. I'm okay. gonna, uh, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna yell into the tunnel, and the sound sounds hey, voice very distant. Hey, voice lady, how do we fix it? Uh, what language are you yelling into the tunnel in? Um, just common. I repeat it in Sylvan. <laughs> Uh, it, it's that moment where like there was a, an attempt at a response and it was just all garbled for a second and then it comes back again again responding in Sylvan but you caught before like it was kind of like that moment where you're trying to say say hey Google da -da 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 -da, and then it's and it gets interrupted but it started to respond with command not recognized <laughs> sort of statement but then as you repeat that in Sylvan what did you say again um, hey, how do we hey, fix voice it? Voice lady, how do we fix it? But I uh, say more, more refined. 
How doth we repair it? So please give us the refined <laughs> version. I say. <laughs> how is the collider compromised? What do we do to fix it? Uh, there's a, a there's not a pause. It's like it immediately comes to an answer, and uh, outside contaminants beyond maximal levels. Currently seeking to protect biologicals. Do you require assistance? It's asking if we need assistance and contaminants are too high and it Do wants to, to save the biological things. Do we need to run down and get the thing you threw in there? I'm going to do that quick. Like, run in yeah. the stapler? Yes. Yeah, you run over and grab the stapler. As you kind of run down, you can see that that curve is quite incremental that Asher spotted. And there's a chance that this could be, depending on how things are echoing, because it is like every step you take, and you can hear this as she runs down there, even at Trixie's quietest, it's still an echo. This is like a tube suspended within a tube, and every step is... And Trixie's light foot patter definitely echoes along the metal tube for quite a distance. And I get back to the opening and I go, is that better? There's a puzzled sound. It, it can to understand the static. me. It can understand. There's a, me. there's a puzzled sound to the static. This situation has not changed. What command did you attempt? Do you require assistance? It's asking if we want assistance. I say to Asher. Jason thinks if we ran about 25 miles in one direction, we'd come back to this entrance. <laughs> um, Asher could roll a intelligence check to see if that would be true. Um... What does Asher know about the God particle? Um, can you can you tell us uh, where the biologicals are located? That's a one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I want to save it right here because our little uh, screen image oh, is no! there for a second. And I, no, 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 leave it up. Don't mess with this because this is a moment I've dreamt of for. And maybe this is what I really meant to do. I'm going to take out mine. Cute little icons next to everybody's happy little face. Sort of. Um, uh, so I'll just have to shove them further off to the side so they're fully visible when we do comments. Um, <laughs> is that us? I don't know where that's from. Mm. <laughs> you, yeah, so you see... Uh, um, Okay, let me let me break all these things apart. Asher, you rolled in that one. Asher in full Asher mode goes like, well, that loud, that noise wasn't loud enough, but I could figure out a way to m figure out if this is a circular noise. And you hit the pipe directly with your palm. Just see if it vibrates around and comes back. And you just keep your hand there. And 
you're holding onto the pipe, but the noise is picking up as it goes around and around and around and around and around. And your hand is on the other side of the pipe and you feel a vibration on your other hand. And then you feel it on your other hand. Then you feel it on your other hand. Then you feel it on the other hand. It's picking up pace. The vibrations are speeding up. Meanwhile, what did you say again, Larissa? I got distracted by the fact that there was an ambulance and I kind of wanted to... The Doppler effect of the Doppler ambulance, effect. the Doppler effect of the vibrating <laughs> pipe. And I'm just like, wow, 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 wow. Um, oh, dear. No, that would not be good. Um, uh, wow, 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 wow. What I said was, can you tell us where the biologicals are located? Mm. Oh, okay. Um, it so fast, much faster than I'm ever able to speak, responds with three potential biologicals entered at, and it kind of lists a bunch of numbers. And this, they've been here for three hours. One, <laughs> and the standard genetic code <laughs> yep. accepted. Second, tertiary genetic code accepted with conditions. Additional biological appears to be mutant. May not be protected in this situation, but preserved when possible. And like as Ashley's Tanzanita just go, called you a mutant. I'm not. I'm offended. Or did it call Asher a mutant? Maybe. <gasps> Asher's immune. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we know that Trixie is. I do have these Wolverine claws. No. <laughs> Been hiding the whole time. And and like as as the computer is saying that I'm I go, oh oh, and I look at Tans and I go, oh, we're the biologicals. Oh. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I don't uh, know what's happening. Uh, I'm just gonna step out of the tunnel, and not be in there when the radiation. And I, my last, apart. like the last thing I say is, um, if we repair the collider, will the biologicals be in danger? Current state of equipment, irreparable. Contamination has spread. Contamination has breached. I guess that answers that. What does Asher, it say? As you step back into the room, and you have that sheaf of, of, of information that you pulled up, um, could you just roll a magical luck roll? And I'm going to repeat what it said to, to him. To as, yeah, as, yeah. This, as this is. 15. 15. Okay, well, you rolled high enough for, for some of this. Uh, you, the, the sheaf rolls forward to the, um, the, in, the page on the collider and the dimensional experimentation. And you, what catches your eye and, and, and just kind of stands out to you as you kind of step back and kind of are holding back is that second book that Tanzanite picked up and, and kept. I think Tanzanite kept it is one of the images. Then there's another image of a people 
uh, just kind of diagrammed, not no pictures, just a diagram of the, of a people that have similar features to Tanzanite's people. There's another image of failed experiments. And it just shows several images of failed experiments. But you notice little things that are typical in your world currently that you've seen before, just little bits and pieces of different things that you're wondering if these researchers are blind, that they didn't see this. Um, and then the last one, you see an individual stepping out of some strange glowing portal. It's a static image. It's not like it's video or anything like that. But looking at this, you're like, there's a being coming out. And you wonder if this is like one of the researchers and what they're doing, but they're dressed in a strange way. They don't, they're not dressed as most of the folk of the researchers and the pictures of them that you've seen on their desks and such are dressed. Um, and while it's a black and white image, there's something wrong with the eyes. It's not a githerai. It's not a githerai. Okay. But it's definitely not human. Um, I think this thing is meant to uh, bring people from other planes. Mm -hmm. And I think you have a great translation of ancient on this particular word. Where it says universe, you've taken it to be planes because that makes more sense to you. Asher's not uh, well-versed in the concept of multiverse, I guess. <laughs> he hasn't yet discovered the treasure trove that is the MCU somewhere <laughs> in a library. That's a future, future exploration at some point. That's our second campaign, just Asher trying to watch the entire well, MCU, all 473 and, movies. And you've been exposed mostly to people like Tanzanite who talk about their, occasionally, some, some of the people talk about their extraplanar origins, or at least describe what they claim to be extraplanar origins. I kind of did it again. Um, but yeah, so uh, Trixie. Oh, the lights. Uh, Your guess you... was as good as mine. I didn't really. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, Larissa, I was, I was 100% uh, I always forget because the sun starts to go down Oops, at four. And I, I also did it again. <laughs> like, okay. what? What do you do? It's like I turned off the light. 40 days or something until it'll stay light after six o'clock again. Ugh. <sighs> I dream of that day. Okay. Yeah. Says the person who's still in broad daylight. I'm not. That is clouds. I have not seen daylight since the last time we were together. You moved to Portland. What do you expect? You know what I mean. I mean natural light. <laughs> yeah, there's no natural light here. It's the land yeah. of darkness. You're in the Pacific Northwest. You, clouds is what you get. Just deal with it. I'm sure oh, they're dear. using a very nice light. But so you're muted. I am somehow. I am full on using sunlights right now because I need the, the vitamin D. <laughs> uh so oh that's a cool effect. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> this is this is natural light right now, so shut your face. Okay, so interdimensional planar beings of traveling between the places I think the world is like this and this thing 
goes like this. It wiggles. We're all doing finger wiggles. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you you uh, try to share your understanding of cosmology. Uh, Science. Okay. So I think either something's going to come through or it might just blow up. I'm not sure. Those well, it theories. we it it's it's ir, ir, ir. irreparable. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I thought it was on. Okay. No. I mean, making um, that sound, I thought it was going to spit someone out. Uh, what I would. Um... I guess I, I lean my head out and into the hall and more I go once more and I go <clears throat> what what was making uh, noise before we we made contact and I look oh, on my shoulder and I'm like it, it it very quickly responds to this are you here to make repairs repairs necessary please assist it cannot be fixed. Fix it. Where are you? 72nd hatch. Currently seeking assistance. Where you are... can almost hear relief in the robotic voice. Where are we? Unknown. Please assist. Roll a perception check. Hold, hold on, hold on. What hatch... Is lab five near? Oh, you are at hatch 50. So maybe lab seven? Well, well, how? What is the distance between hatches? <laughs> Each hatch is approximately 200 meters from the second hatch. We are currently without power, so I cannot provide illumination along the trajectory of the corridor. So if I, I think this thing is, and I, I turn to Azure and I go, so this, this thing, whatever, whatever is talking is 22 hatches away from where we are. And I think that that, and I'd point to the frame, um, door frame. Um, and it's 200 meters between each one. So that would be. And she's like looking at Asher like for help because math is not a strong suit. A, a, a ways. Sorry, I, I totally was not paying attention. <laughs> Can you repeat those numbers? Uh, <laughs> I'm not great at math, but like... The mathiest. And then if I turn that into... Well, it's it's 20... It, it's 22 hatches, but times 200 between each one. So... 400, 400. 4, yeah. Me meters meter like mm, yeah four and a half kilometers almost do we want to go there 
and help it. I don't I don't know if we can. I don't think we can repair whatever this is, but maybe we can help whatever's talking to us. Two hatchet seventy-two. Okay. I'm gonna try hatchet? I'm gonna take Isn't a hatchet? Hatch. Oh question. Hatchet. Does this tunnel <laughs> does this collider count as one Did I say object? hatchet? Uh, does does this tunnel count as one single object? Is that what you yeah. said? Like one. Um, I mean, it is all connected, especially because you felt how the vibrations went. So yes. Let's see what happens. I'm gonna take some moss out of my pocket and hold it up against the wall, and I'm gonna cast light on the tunnel. On it the light up. It should, the in theory, light up the entire object. And. Uh, I see him do that, and I go, oh, shit, and I pull my goggles <laughs> off my eyes. Um, yeah, as you, like, lay that moss down, I feel like we should roll with this. Uh, oh it's, it is welded together, so I guess technically it is one solid object. But <laughs> Like, within 20 feet of the object, it lights up. So, in theory, it should light up <laughs> all of it. <laughs> oh, I should have done that. Um <laughs> You you uh, see the the light on the printer go out as the light traverses, and the amount of power magically that it takes to light up one single object to create space is 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 different. It's it's not that the the pipe is seeming lit; it's just there's a glow because it's been stretched. Across miles and miles and miles of conduit, and like there's a dim light. It, it's a dim light throughout, which in this space is plenty of light. I was like, I did not think that would work. I'm gonna roll with it because I think that that's kind of a cool thought. <laughs> Cantrips uh, are fun. Want anyway. me to go first? I can't understand anything that the thing is saying, so maybe one of you shouldn't lead the way. I'll go in the middle or the back. Well, I mean, it seems to recognize me this way, so, and I can understand it, so I guess I'll go first. I'll go last. Perfect. It's an ass your sandwich. And then I turn awkwardly and I go in the hole. And I start walking <laughs> in the direction that the... Uh, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, shoot. Uh, I don't know which way the numbers go. Um, guess we go to the first hatch and see what the number is and then go to the next hatch and see what yeah, that number that's is. That's just going to add twice as much. Uh, 400 meters isn't that far. Okay. It's far, but not super far. Which way should we go first? Left! <laughs> Channeling Verena. <laughs> uh, That's one thing Jessica will bring into every character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Always turn so, left. So, so She'll go right, but she's going to suggest left every time. <laughs> Do you all, all go right. left? Yep. Yep. So as Trixie was concerned, eventually you turn around and start walking back the other way because <laughs> you get to hatch 49 and realize, Very oh, true. yes, um, 
the sounds were coming from the right, so we should probably have started right. <laughs> you walk back and it is a, a four and a half kilometer walk. Um, <laughs> it's unchanging as you pass each hatch, the numbers climb and eventually you're 60. That's a little moment to rest and just to marvel at the fact that you're still walking. You're almost doing <laughs> I a go 60! <laughs> As you shout out 60, you hear the, the robotic voice at the other end. Ah, you have almost achieved my location. Please continue. Degradation has maintained. And just Susan G. Komen, race for the collider repair. <laughs> and I'll be sure to translate whatever... The voice says so asher can understand <laughs> awesome thanks uh, eventually you get there and you've probably been under here for um i'm not sure how long it takes most people to walk four and a half kilometers but at this point you've probably been down here for about five hours you've been underground for a while and uh you come around the corner from hatch 71 and you can see a structure that's that's a change in the in the shape of the space um there's a bulbous top there is a a um crane like protuberance that's leaned up against the pipe and a strangely shaped torso as what you realize is a robotic structure of some sort but one leg is completely deteriorated, thus the clanking as it hops, skipped along the pathway of the tunnel, trying to perform maintenance while one-legged uh, wires trail down from the, the the location of the previous appendage that would have allowed it to move more uh, briskly along this pathway. Um, you can see that uh, it is in kind of a terrible state. It's rusted, corroded. Uh, you can see that there's some uh, uh, readout of some sort that's cracked and broken and no longer readable, but does reflect the light of the pipe as you come up to this structure. And it's a robot, but a very neglected one. Um, and, uh, Tanzanite doesn't really get that right away. And she just like, she walks up and she starts heading towards like, hatch seven, what did I say? Tanzanite. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was also, I accidentally clicked myself out of the comments. So I was. Rick, does that make you feel better that even their players confuse their name? <laughs> So much, so I just honestly. don't usually like I don't refer to myself in the third person that often. Next, so next campaign, let's all do the same letter. Just, to, oh, just Jesus fuck with Christ. <laughs> all characters with the same letter will die. <laughs> um, Our characters are going to be Joe, Joanna, and Joanne. That's <laughs> the big bad will also be the big J. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm, I'm going to just like kind of start to walk past it, not kind of realizing, because I don't think I've ever seen a robot before. 
Trixie hasn't seen a robot, I don't think. Um, and so I go, okay, we're at we're at hatch seventy two. Do we need to go through it? Where are you? Uh, did that all over the place? Um, you <laughs> see, and I didn't even do it to the one I meant to put it on. Pfft, suck. I also answered, uh, so now it just looks like we're doubling down on answering questions. Yeah, we're just ridiculous human beings. Uh, so you're, you're, uh, um, well, you, you've kind of like turned your back on this strange structure. So I just need you to roll a, um, I make it a wisdom saving throw <laughs> as like a fear check. Yeah. And then <laughs> if you roll, if you roll super high, like a 15 or above, I'll say you can do whatever you want, however you want to react. If you roll less than that, I need your best freaked out, panicked reaction. Okay. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, I rolled on that one. <laughs> Oh, it's worse than that. Okay, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, that's even better because I think now you rolled a nat one. Um, we're going to go to break, but I want people <laughs> during our break, give me like what sort of consequence occurs because of the total panic as behind you, that voice reoccurs and says, oh, I see that you are three biologicals. And it kind of like the, the focus of its head looks at Asher for a little bit. And there's a pause. Well, two biologicals. And I will need to evacuate you before the problem persists. If you can please assist with repairs. I'm gonna say, um, well, hello there. I wish I could understand. Let's solve this problem and cast tongues on myself. Okay. You cast tongues on yourself. We're going to get back to what Trixie's reaction would have been, will have been after our break. Uh, is five before the hour okay? What should we do for our break? How long yeah, should we take? That's fine. Before yeah, the hour. We have yeah. the, the, the restroom and then write a commercial. So. Yeah. Okay. The pups are Great. asleep. I took them for a walk beforehand, so they should Aww. be fine. So... We will return five before the hour. Hope you enjoy the break and see you soon. If you have any uh, suggestions for ways in which poor Trixie, I mean, like the one that springs to mind, the easiest one is, of course, to have her experience the fear effect. But. <laughs> Welcome back to Probability <laughs> of Demise. And I know this didn't go out to the world, but what was that sound? That was Jess's chair. Oh, I miss your chair. Kiki <laughs> McCreekerson. Maybe in the new year, I'll get some WD-40 for it. <laughs> I should have actually got you some for Christmas. So that's, uh, you know, 
Charlotte's been good to me. Oh, no, I didn't Charlotte. <laughs> you know, squeak and all. I'm from your because you're from North Carolina. Yeah, I was just looking at pictures of my like really good childhood friend's daughter, whose name is Charlotte. So that's mm. probably why that popped into my head. Like, well, how nice Charlotte. for them that you named her chair. After, after daughter, <laughs> your child means so much to me. I've named my chair after her. Dream of. I sit on Charlotte all day long. Just time I see her, be like, you're you're a chair now. <laughs> Next time you see her, just sit on her. God. Welcome back to Probability of Demise. Oh yeah, that's what we're doing. Hey guys, I'm still calling we everybody. Are all the people switched of dice. around. Um, we are wackadoo doo. Um, that, <laughs> Nope, no, no. That, that's the, we're only two wackadoodoos. Actually, I have to be over there because I'm going to be uh, reading. Oh, reading. A wackadoodoo. Yeah. Um, reading. So, yeah. He, uh, Jason oh my God, we. did his usual <laughs> magical trick of, of writing an entire script in no time at all, which is super awesome. I feel like this one's um, short. I don't know. I, I ran out of time. So, we are going to do the inverted land of things, and then I'm going to hit a button here to make the other thing, do that one thing. There we go. Ha ha ha. Hey, buttons. <sighs> Where were you on that, Jess? Come on. Yeah, Jess. Come on. You're on the buttons now. This is like you what you were into. I didn't wanna I didn't over <laughs> didn't want to overstep my bounds. Cause I would have done. Oh wait, that's not what I would have done. <laughs> what would you have done? Well, it didn't do what I thought it was gonna do. So I Yeah, some of the things it. don't do what I expected them to do. So it's just like eh. Basically, I would have reversed it. I would have put us on the other side. But oh, like, yeah. It won't let us do that. It won't let us do that, which I really find annoying. Like, well, I want to be able to work flip for things and squish things. And, I mean, they gave me so many options. So why am I complaining? But It's still better than Google Meet, which is what we were doing. So, hmm. so uh, I definitely did not pre-read this because I was distracted by touching buttons. Cure your headaches with olfactory delight. Mend your bruises with a whiff of wonder. Heal your grievous wounds with odiferous pleasure. Long ago in the ancient world, many people used essential oils to fight off the effects of a global pandemic. Their corpses smelled great. But now, in a world of magic, turns out essential oils actually work. That's why the team at Grand's Brand hasn't used 72 different essential oils into our line of healing candles. Our clove candle will fight infections and give you more pep in your step. Our eucalyptus candle will clear your sinuses and bolster your health points. With our frankincense candle, you can fight unsightly respiratory diseases and feel like a savior from an ancient religion. Use our lavender calendar to improve your short rest nap while recovering from that stab wound you got. Oh, we also have an oregano candle that smells just like pizza, but isn't great for healing. For the full list of healing candles from Grand's brand, check with your local apothecary today and mention this limited time offer from Grand's brand. Brand. Word. <laughs> Buy three candles and get one free. So next time you take a short rest, remember to spark one up for candles rest and keep yourself from crossing over to the other side. It just makes sense. <laughs> so good. Oh, this oh is, my god. 
treasure, 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 treasure. I don't know which is, I don't know which is better. Your, you reading it or your in time, like live reaction. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to read it and also going like, what? What am I saying next? (laughs) Oh my God. That was so good. That caused me to sweat in places that I did not intend to sweat in. Uh, (laughs) It's a little nerve wracking, but it's good. It's fun. (sighs) Done. Well done, friend. Welcome back to probably. Everybody ever wonder where I stand on essential oils? I think you know now. (laughs) It's pretty clear. Uh, I have a ton of essential oils that somebody gave me, and they do make the house smell different. I don't necessarily think they all make the house smell good, but (laughs) they all make my house smell different. I like them just because they smell. I like the smells. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was given a, a crap ton, like way too many. Nobody. Nobody needs this many different oils. I honestly dislike most of them. But some of them smell like pumpkin pie when mixed together correctly. And it's because I can't eat pumpkin pie unless I get Jason alone. Um, That's how I'm I kind of mix and match and say stupid shit. Okay. Welcome back to Paul Blade of Mice. When we were last together, Asher and Tanzanite and Trixie were walking down a hall. They came across a uh, very still. Last time we were together, apparently we we made pumpkin pie. So, Chase, you're holding out on me. (laughs) No, it's just like it's memories. You make good food, and I will make you pie anytime you want, Larissa. Wink, wink. (laughs) They really figured it. Okay. Uh, Trixie was surprised by the voice that came from behind her, um, not expecting this structural thing to actually be a thing, and was surprised and we sent out a thing of saying, hey, she rolled that one, so you all choose. And I love the idea that she jumps back and she stabs a hole into the wall. I love the idea of just like full-on passing out. But I think Larissa came up with the best one so far, even though she doesn't really realize how good this really is in this moment. Oh, no. Because I took another step. Of course. Her suggestion was that, of course, Trixie is so surprised she unintentionally uses her new blink ability. And Uh I agree. And now, Larissa, I know that normally we have a specific thing with the wild magic table that's attached to yours. And I do want you to roll that. Hold on. Shit, I have to pull it up. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh, shit. Hang on. And then I also want you to roll a D100. Oh, Jesus. Mary Joseph. 50 and above. And you go somewhere that is up to me. 50 and below. <laughs> or 49 and, and below. Or 49 and below. You go somewhere where, you know, your friends can still see you. I'm trying to remember, it's a, okay. It's a D10. If we didn't have a dog gate between us, we could just like roll this back and forth down the hall when we need to roll. <laughs> we could, we could. Hang on, let me hilarious. get it. Um, okay, we've got one. Now I need the single sided D10. I love throwing the D100 in there for like 50 50 things, even though that's not what it should be, because it gives me increments of how horrible I could take it. Mm. I'm afraid to roll mine now because Buffy will steal it and run away. <laughs> Yeah, there needs to be like those large D100s need to have their own special like roller roll 
like you know how you have dice towers it needs to be like a circular like a gumball machine a gumball machine for the d100s would be awesome like okay. one of those little race car tracks it goes around a loopy loop haha it is a success <laughs> it is a success so you successfully blinked mm -hmm. it, it didn't have a, a a negative effect awesome so you successfully blinked and now roll the d100 to see if i get to win or you get to win uh hang on i have to figure out if this is even <laughs> i think it's a oh it's 60 so 61. Oh, it's mine mine <laughs> <laughs> i own it so you both tanzanite and asher see trixie turn get startled and then <laughs> she's gone Uh, what are the two of you up to? Uh, <laughs> hello? I'm like this. Trixifer, where did you go? <laughs> You've just oh. cast... Go ahead, Tanzanite. I was going to turn to the, the robot and go, do you know where the third biological went? It takes a moment. And its little head turns all the way around, facing the other way. Alert, alert. Biological in threat sector seven. And you hear another voice echo further down. What is the nature of the threat? Unidentified creature, biological, relocated to the area. Be aware, mindless and aggressive components will propagate towards said creature extreme vulnerability detected and there's like this going back and forth and you gather that there's another robot somewhere off in the distance that is passing along information and you hear from the one that's further away containment protocols have currently failed threat continues to spread it is unclear if biological will survive. The uh, one closest to you says, we must escalate the situation to the highest level of alert. All personnel be prepared to engage the undead threat at a moment's notice. Undead? Oh, shit. <laughs> Understood. Initiating emergency protocols now. Nothing happens. There is no power. These are the last two robotic mechanicals that are unplugged from the grid on the last of their energy. So literally nothing happens. <laughs> sad. Tanzanite and Asher, I look to you too. Um, um, what is the state of the leg on this thing? Is it is missing or it's just like mangled? It, it looks like it was both ripped out and the, the electronics were shredded off of it as part of that kind of like just what happened. Just like you can't tell if it was deteriorated such that it got ripped off or if it was actually ripped off. But there's like a kind of it also looks like it's uh, because the metal components are fully rusted over in all directions, that this happened at least some time ago. Okay. Um, I am going to pull out two little 
lodestones from a pocket. I'm going to put my hands on the leg and I'm going to cast mending. Okay. Um, is mending a cantrip, right? Yes. So I could theoretically keep casting it until I run out of lodestones if it like fixes little pieces of the leg. Well, the lodestones get reused when you're casting mending. They're just kind of like the oh, focal okay. through which you, you do this. And says you Especially when it's a metallic robot and they probably stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we find out that mending can't bring new material. And so you repair the pieces that are repairable or reparable, but there, it, there's a missing leg here. And you get it, you can quickly, uh, uh, like just a single casting, kind of clean things up. And as, in successive castings, you can kind of reshape it to be ready for a new limb to be attached. Um, but it does not create a leg out of nothing. Um, we can come back and try to, if you can tell us where to get another leg, we can try to bring you one. But right now we probably need to go save our friend. Can you tell us how to get to where she is? Your tasks are congruent. Parts are currently located beyond the catastrophic areas. Please be aware, containment protocols have failed. Okay. Um, how do we get there? Um, the head that's still facing backwards is continue to hatch 85. Be aware, hatch 85 is no longer demarked. But I'm guessing it's after hatch 84. You would be correct. Okay. You are an impressive specimen. Thanks. You are welcome. Good looking. Things too. are not necessary. All right, let's go. I'm gonna um. <laughs> All right, let's run. Okay. So Tanzanite and Asher, you're running down. Trixie. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea where you are, but this is definitely not the degraded and rusting and falling apart complex that you were once in. Uh, first of all, nothing, not even the, the, the one floor with the big, huge windows looking out in the swamp were quite this organic. There is a thick coating of some sort of sludge over everything. Um, it smells of the similar smells to a tar pit. Um, some of that sulfuric component, but also the deep stronger musky acidic smells um and everything seems to be moving dripping dropping the soundscape just around you is various organic noises and you see ahead of you I wish I hate when I make that sound. Like, you see ahead of you, and you are, despite all the things, you, you were raised by a healer. You've seen anatomy. You've seen sketches of anatomy. And you are looking across and you see 
one of those drawings or or a person devoid of all flesh but they they don't stand on their own much less hold a shield and a sword and turn said shield and lift said sword that shouldn't be possible but it is happening right in front of you a skeleton is adjusting to your presence focusing on you looking towards you you see at their feet buried in the sludge just at a quick glance mechanical parts it looks like similar to the being that surprised you many such beings have been destroyed by creatures like this skeletal structure and as you take a moment more to look at it gain your bearings figure out where you are recover from your surprise to this new surprise you can see that it, this skeletal being even has a skeletal tail What are you doing, Trixie? Um, <clears throat> um, I'm just gonna kind of slowly reach my hand up for my shovel and slowly pull it out and hold my action until the skeleton thing does something <laughs> it <clears throat> has lifted its sword and shield into place and has not moved from its current location but its vacant orbs seem riveted to your motion and your space i'm just gonna sit here and watch it watch me because oh, I, I don't know I don't know I mean actually what I would like to do is look around I guess the rest of the room to figure out if there is like an exit or like I, I understand everything's kind of coated in slime but like or just kind of like to see if I can discern other things in the room yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. You haven't been doing very well today. Let's give you a shot. Ah, okay, 26. Oh, beautiful. With a 26, uh, <clears throat> looking around, um, and as you look around, humanoid creatures like yourself and your friends typically follow each other's gaze. It's kind of the magic of the eye, of the whites of the eyes. It's like that's a way that people can communicate with one another is when, where your eyes look, their eyes follow. This creature does not shift its gaze. So it's almost unnerving to have it continue to stare at you while you are looking about and kind of glancing around really quickly. And you spot the um, what might be a return entrance to the location from which you came originally you see that there's a um a pile of various bits and pieces of 
machinery and mechanical parts, uh, the the goo hasn't really come up on that stuff yet. But you can see that there is this uh, a space that like from that kind of modern-ish, ancient modern, uh, but bright and sterile environment of the lab. You can see that some of those materials are there and they're kind of piled up in some complex puzzle and the, the kind of industrial gray feel is all there. Um, but here there's this crumbled ancient cave appearance. Um, there are no instruments in this space except even as you have that thought of like, oh, I saw these things. You see like weird, strange, almost archaic things littered about. Um, you know, you, you saw expensive chemistry sets, but here there's like an ancient looking chemistry set that's kind of discarded and tossed to the side. Um, it's a tunnel that's rough and jagged where it isn't covered by the goo. Um, as if it was carved out by hands rather than the machinery that created the original space or, or machined to the original space. Um, and that the air, especially if you look beyond the, the uh, skeletal structure, has that musty, heavy feel to it. You know, if you're ever in New York City and you're on the one train at uh, Jess's stop, <laughs> that, especially in like <laughs> the winter, summertime where it's got fog underground, which is creepy as all get out. Um, but it's got that, that 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 weight of age is kind of pressing down beyond, um, and even further beyond, you can see some relics and objects that that are withered. And with a twenty six, I'll see that you can vaguely make out the shape of what looks like a throne made of bone, currently empty. But even from here and with a perception check as high as the one you rolled, you can feel a power and menace emanate from that throne. God, I really wish I knew how to do Danzanite's brain thing. <sighs> um, I'm trapped by the bone throne. And I'm just going to kind of look back at the skeleton thing and go hi the skeleton's unnerving unblinking orbs just stare back at you but your voice echoes strangely through that space and you hear a startled grunt beyond the throne and you hear the slow shuffling of something. And then a voice. Hello. You are not of this space. You are old and from above. Are you a present? So long. Um. No, I don't 
think so. Um, uh, do you? Did that come through or no? It did. <laughs> Ma'am. Stop it. Hit the thing. Um, uh, who is the one sending you presents? Well, you would be the present. So who sent you? No one? Ah, then this is the highest form of flattery for you have sent yourself. Come. I will let you pass in and you can join me for dinner. What would we be eating? I don't see many things around to eat i have a staff who were the best in their day i am certain we can make do while we discuss your future um would it be okay if we waited for my friends? Ah, you offer additional gifts. Come beyond and they will be welcomed as well. Um, I should stay here so they can find me more easily. If I move, maybe then they can't track me. Um, and, and I just like go to like literally like just sit applesauce, crisscross applesauce with like my my uh, <clears throat> shovel over like over my lap and I'm just like I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna stay right here. I won't move. Could you roll and I would like you to choose but roll a charisma check of some sort. Based. It could be that you're doing persuasion, you could be being deceptive. It's up to you and what you think Trixie is trying to be. Um, I mean, it's a little bit of both. It could be because... a little bit of performance. It's really, and and you can just describe to me why it's that that role. Um, I mean, also, it would definitely be persuasion because she's not I'm like it's not intimidation. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, and she's not necessarily like one for guile or anything. It's it's. Like I, th I oh, think she's like inferring. Her pure persuasion, no, like kind of performative element to this at all. Yeah, my 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 passive insight is really high, so I'm pretty sure I get the gist of what he's trying to do. But um, I actually rolled really well, so that's a twenty-one for persuasion. Um. Yeah. So you. You, uh, you, you roll that and, and the, the, an arm reaches out from behind the throne, 
clasping the side of it. And you can see the articulation of this desiccated and skeletal hand as a head leans beyond as well. And from that brief glimpse that you had of the piece of paper in Asher's hand, you make out that this figure here is similar, maybe even a much more ancient version of the first figure you saw that seemed just slightly off. The structure of the cheekbones, the, the eyes, except the eyes. Wow, that black and white image did not describe the violent red of these eyes. The bloodless lips, the, the dried, desiccated skin, the sharp fangs, and it continues to pull itself up beyond the throne. It's, I have waited and can continue to wait for gifts such as yours. Let's, 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 let's do that. I think that would be, um, that, that, that would be the best situation for all of us all involved. <laughs> and you see the skeleton that was standing kind of between you and that space move past your zone towards the the uh the the more metal metallic spaces um and step between you and the lab space and then the being who's sitting on the throne i agree and it raises a hand and as it raises its hand up on the throne as its hand comes up so too do two or three additional skeletal beings rise from the muck and move to join the first. They will prepare the way for your friends and hold back those that would stop them. And they begin to dismantle the barrier. Um, Tanzanite Nasher, you've been running down the hall. You see a little robotic creature of some sort. It's it's just kind of disc shaped with multiple limbs, and it's kind of just stationed. It can't. It doesn't look like it can move itself. It's not in a, itself um, mobile. But it's coffee, coffee table robot. Yeah, and you see. <laughs> though that has multiple uh, appendages that are mechanical, kind of like um, uh, like desk lamp uh, stands that just kind of move in very articulated but simple directions. And this, as you run up on it, this creature is desperately trying to move material into some sort of barrier between 84 and whatever the future is, but in this one place where the wall has broken apart, where uh, you've gone from a place with um, with a, a, a kind of all of the ancient tech and setup and build to a entrance to what 
can only be described as a layer. Uh, similar in some ways, Asher, I, I'm, I assume, from your perspective as the one that you saw in Fisherton so long ago, uh, the transition from natural cave, or in this case, a, a lab space into something else. And, and this is where those robots were describing a, a breach. And that little robot immediately pipes up in, in a voice that seems much more clear than the other uh, contraption. It says, who gets there? We are protecting this location. State your business or be prepared to face the consequences. And you can see these little robotic uh, ocular spaces roll open and scan around, but they seem to not actually see you. I'm going to say, we are here to assist the biological. I'm going to look at hands and I'd be like, that was very, good. Very well. I am using your passive charisma on everything these days. So, by the way, yeah, you just succeeded massively. You rock at convincing <laughs> even non-sentient beings to do things for you. Even AI loves me. I'm so smooth. <laughs> Very well. You may pass, but be warned. The beings beyond are not to be trifled with. While not biological, they are composed of biological material and thus present a conundrum. Tread lightly. Leave as quickly as you can. I'll say, don't worry, little buddy. We're also not to be trifled with. And I'm just going to, like, coolly walk <laughs> through the door. As you coolly walk <laughs> through the pile of rubble that it was currently pushing up and trying to build back up, it stops building it back up, and you see a bony hand grasp some of that material and pull it aside. And as that bony material is cast aside, Trixie, you can hear your friends have this dialogue just beyond the, the rubble. And... The skeletons, Asher and Tanzanite, pull away material. We're like, ew. As I, so I can't see them, but I can hear them on the other side of the barrier that the yeah. skeletons are currently yeah. removing. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, and I'm going to fake sneeze, and I don't want to do it very loud into the mic, but I'm going to go, look out. Um, Roll a perception check to see if Asher and Tanzanite, if either of you get that. Trixie, roll a performance check to see how hard it will be for them to get it. I'm going to convert this roll set. The lower you roll, Trixie, the higher they have to roll. Hang on, my... 12. Uh, performance. Sorry, <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> for some reason, the website isn't working, so give me a second to pull up. It Do you need Trixie's information? I, ha I keep a thing for that. It's all right. I got it. I just got to pull up my uh, app on my phone. That can't be right. Plus two. Okay. Uh, that makes way more sense. Performance? Oh, okay. Uh, that Trixie's is another 21. Number. I rolled another 19. Okay. Uh, so what'd you get, Asher, again? 12, you said? 12. Yes. 12. Uh, Tanzanite, what'd you get? 28. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Um, Dang. Uh, <laughs> Asher, I don't think you quite get it over the sneeze. You know that there was more than a sneeze. I would be like, Gazuntite. Tanzanite, you understand what Trixie said. And Trixie, if you want to repeat what you said in clear speech, oh. you can to help Tanzanite because clearly you performed well and she understood well. 
I just said, look out. That's all. <laughs> so with that warning, Tanzanite, I will give you advantage on the initiative roll that you're all about to face. Yeah. Everybody else, you're just rolling straight initiative unless you have advantage for initiative for one reason or another. Uh, initiative, okay. Hema. Ooh, God. Okay. Roll for initiative. 23. Um, okay, let me grab this little list here because it's very pretty. <laughs> Wait, is it too late? Did anyone? I'm going to do it because I have the power to do it. Did anyone? That was a great idea. <laughs> what? Andy wrote, Take the oh, Andy's idea? Pirate Queen of the Damned. That is hilarious. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you don't want you the threader off and best it. suited to sit in it, Trixie. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you should be the queen of the damned at this point because you are so cool at that. Um, I'm not the goddess of death. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're well, not the goddess. Oh. You're the pirate queen. <laughs> and speaking of uh, Tanzanite, how do you react to creatures who have denied death that that have they are refusing your domain i don't like it <laughs> i just wanted to know that because that's going to be very useful for this if i can get wow you're right dnd is behaving dnd beyond oh that's fine you're being naughty to me right now um all right so i'm just gonna open these thanks up wizards and... gosh launch a different version really quickly so i can adequately read this oh dear by the I way my initiative was 12 okay so asher was 26 right 23 23 okay um Trixie was 12. Mm -hmm. And where is Tanzanite with advantage on that roll? 16. Okay. I mean... I went from rolling so well to not great. Okay, and then... It's all right. We'll see if the same thing happened to Rurik or not. Yeah. Okay, there and... Yeah, that's... That's not great, but okay. That's fine. We can role play that out. Um, all right, so you all see, um, and I'm gonna really quickly just pull up a different, I just need to get my stat blocks and because we're having some technical difficulties on the tool I use for everything. I have to pull it up on a different location. Um, there this we go. the okay. downside of everything being localized in that, in that respect. Yes, definitely. Um, okay, there we go. Got it, got it, got it, and got it. All right, so Asher and Trixie. The 
first thing that happens, and we're not necessarily in battle initiative unless that's how you react to this. I just needed to get the initiative order down because this is it's going shortly to about battle. yeah yes. I mean, you could have dinner first for all I care, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's not going to let you leave. Uh, but Asher and and Tanzanite, as you're kind of there in the in the wall, the the that's one of those skeletal hands reaches for us and grabs your uh, arms and tries to drag you in. Uh, this is a grapple check, strength based. So if you can both roll uh, strength athletics checks, and as a fourteen with my minus one is a thirteen. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tanzanite, you're uh, muted. Tanzanite? Still muted. You, 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 you. Yes, you're muted. I think we lost you. You chose to mute yourself on, on the, you can hit the button. You can hit the button down at the bottom of the screen. I think I accidentally muted Larissa instead of unmuting you did. me. <laughs> and then you did the. You did the With great power oh, comes. So good. Did you roll in that Tony? No. For those who are listening. <laughs> Jess was muted, accidentally muted me, and then proceeded. To, to give what she rolled and do the uh, the like strong muscle. man. Uh. <laughs> okay, so what what did you get? Oh, Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, so good. So, Jess, you quickly rip your hands out of these skeletal arms. Just your Come arms on. free. You're like cleric ninja move, and you're out. Just in time to watch as Asher gets drug right over the top of the barrier. Oh my god, we. <laughs> you have a moment of reaction time to to see if you can do anything at all or not. So it was just arms, like there wasn't just a these body. skeletal arms have been reaching over, and two of them grabbed you. You got free. Two of them grabbed Asher and started dragging Asher over the top of the barrier. I am going to. Um, where is my? Do I get like a full action or just like a little? Just a, it's a reaction. It's a reaction. Quick. Okay. Whatever so you got going on. I'm a let them pull him over and um jump over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Bye. <laughs> so so goodbye. you rip okay, free bye. of the skeletal hands and you are not grappled. Asher, you are grappled. Um, you're being held by these these creatures. Um. I feel like briefly she just like uses my ankle to like pull herself up a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, I use, I use a, the, him and the arms as ladders. Just dun, 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 dun. nice. Nice. Um, I go, thank you. <laughs> <You're welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why are you stepping on me? Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, I said to the wow. skeleton, she's super into me. <laughs> Can't keep um, her hands off me, so. And it it had grappled you, and now it is going to, um, let me see if I I do this right. It has grappled you. It's trying to hold you. Um, 
and it is going to try to bind you up and, and a second skeleton is getting involved as well. Uh, it's going to try to bind you up in its arms and thus restrain you. So it's trying to move from grappled to restrained. Uh, go ahead and roll another strength check. Athletics check if you have better in that. Uh, you beat this. So you're you're still grappled and and, and held, okay. but you're you aren't completely disadvantaged um, with regard to attack rolls and dexterity saving throws. So you're not quite hogtied, but you are still being wrestled with. So Tanzanite, you come over to the other side. Trixie, you're sitting there, and you can see that Asher is being kind of wrestled with. Tanzanite leaps over what remains of the barrier. Um, the three skeletons that are not involved in trying to uh, wrangle Asher are turning towards Tanzanite. Does anyone say anything? Or I would be like, "Hi, to Trixie." <laughs> and Trixie's still just sitting down. Nothing has gotten her. Nothing is reaching out to her, but these skeletal beings are between the exit and where Trixie is currently seated. And you can see just beyond that, that there's the throne and now there's sitting this creature that um, I'll give a better description now. Um, it's, it, 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 it looks like this being uh, at one time probably lived fairly well. And Asher, it's, obvious to you in this moment that this is an image of the being that had come through that portal um but just older much much older uh it shouldn't be alive because the time between just seems to be a, have been too great um it's gaunt and skeletal humanoid but the withered flesh is stretched tight across its bones its eyes succumbed to decay at some point but there's this red burning glow from those empty eye sockets, which is what gave the eyes such a, a feral and frightening look in that black and white image. It's why it threw everything off. Um, and it's garbed in what looks like at one point were probably really nice clothes, um, but have moldered and become dull there's some jewelry as well but where gold should shine it's now just brassied down and tarnished uh where once a ruby would have been a sparkling gem it's now uh covered in such a film of gunk that it is no longer refracting light at all but seems to almost be absorbing the light and it looks less red and more black um that this is a being that has definitely embraced the ability to step away from death in a way that is pretty horrifying. Um, but yes, that's, this is what you see before you. Um, so with all of that, based on the reactions that I've gotten, the skeletons are again going to try to first grapple Tanzanite and to try to restrain Asher. So could both of you roll another strength check? On the hand of me, bony man. 
uh, or athletics or strength? Uh, athletics or strength, whichever one you want. Fifteen for athletics. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, sixteen for me. Okay. Uh, Asher, again, you fight off the the the. Continue. It's it's uh, tricksy to you as an observer. It looks like a wrestling battle of some sort. Asher fighting off being held greater than just being held. Um, Tanzanite, they gained the upper hand in this time with three of them. They're able to hold you and they are proceeding to try to restrain you as well. Um, and you know that that's going to be coming. Where are my spells? Trixie, do you have a reaction to all of this as your friends are currently being detained? I am going to speak... Are you quite finished over there? <laughs> Sorry, they're fighting over a toy. Not fighting, but yeah, fine. Uh, speaking of wrestling. Um, <laughs> we should have the dogs roll the, the restrained. Um, I'm going to speak again and say, if you unhand them, they will come to me of their own free will. Oh, but I don't need them to come to you. I need them to come to me. And then you will come as well. Well, if you unhand them now, we can all come to you together. I wish it were so. And you see it put its hands up again in kind of a strange, like, gesture of sorts. Um, and they, uh, a, a bright light appears right behind Asher. And Asher, one last strength. Uh, it can be athletics. We're going up 19. They rolled a nat 20. So you see Asher just get pulled into that bright light and appear in another splash of darkness this time behind the throne, restrained okay, by bye. two skeletons, um, unable to move and stuck. How far is that away from me? Uh, it's probably about 30 or 40 feet from you. Kind of like... Maybe 50 feet at the, because oh, he's behind the throne, 50 okay. feet. Um, Asher, from this angle, you can make out that there's like a a, a, a pool in another world. It'd be a sauna, but it's filled with black tar. Of um, And that is where presumably the creature came from when it was first disturbed from its rest. Tanzanite, can you go ahead and roll your... Uh, athletics check. Oh, that's the wrong button. Um, <laughs> okay, bye. Um, 18. 18. Uh, it rolled in that one, so you actually escape the bounds and are oh. free again. Um, the, I rolled with advantage because there was more than one of them, and I still failed. Terribly because I rolled two nat ones in a row. So my dice oh are my not God. dead. Um, so you successfully 
uh, uh, rip free and are able to dart towards Trixie um, if you would like to, or let's say they're playing with the skeletons. Um, but you both can make out Asher is being held behind the leash's throne. And uh, at this point, what are you doing? You, 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 you spoke to it. It did not seem to respond, and now it has one of your friends held captive, Trixie. Tanzanite, um, can you just roll a... What, would you, what do you think, given your work towards um, gaining control over the domain of death, what would be the type of check you would do to understand a creature with relationship to death? Like if you were examining Trixie and her relationship with death, what would that look like if you were going to try to understand the relationship of death that a, a, a cow that was about to be, or a, in our world, a bat that was about to be slaughtered for food in its relationship to death? What, how would you perceive those things? Um, I guess I'm not totally sure exactly what you mean by that, because I assume it would just be like an insight check. Okay, so it would be like deep internal based on your wisdom as a being seeking control of this domain. Yeah. That's where it would come from. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to throw in an additional skill for you. Okay. And we're going to call it your death skill. Um, gonna just death skill. Now throw it on your skills list. Ooh. Oh. Aren't you special? Um, can't type though. Well, I'll throw it on there later, but go Great. ahead and roll a um, a d20 and add your proficiency modifier and your wisdom modifier to it. So that should be a plus four, plus three, I think. This game does not like me. Today. Not 20 plus those things. Nice. Awesome. So this is total of 29. Um, and with that kind of like that instinctual connection to your un to your connection to the dead, you can see all of your shadows are are straining to be as far away from the leash as possible. They don't seem to have that same reaction towards the skeletons. Um, and you get the sense that there isn't anything connected to the soul with regard to the skeletons. But this leash, this creature, is it is skipping the natural cycle of death forcibly and through that process harming others. It's pulling in and stealing other souls. And you can see that it's already trying to attempt to, to do the same thing to Asher as he's standing there held. He mm -hmm. doesn't feel it yet at this point, but through your death magic and with an at 20 on that, you can see that it is already trying to disrupt Asher's life to pull his soul into something. And that something appears to be the seat on which it sits. The throne that it sits um, on. Yes. His and at Charlotte. This, 
His Charlotte, <laughs> yes. The, un, the death Charlotte uh, and the leash Charlotte. Uh, and with that, I need both, all three of you to roll a constitution saving throw. Ooh. I got an eight. <laughs> I got a 15 okay. after blowing a lucky point. Okay. 19. Awesome. So what happens is, um, Trixie, you feel this wave of just malice emanating from the creature. It's clearly only feigning politeness, but it does not care at all. It was merely sitting there waiting for an opportunity to gather more. Um, and the only thing that kept it from immediately pouncing on you was the idea that you might be bringing more to it. Um, so kind of spider in the web sort of like creepiness vibe from that. And all of you, except for Trixie, take 15 points of necrotic damage. One are, five? Yes. If you are resistant to that or have immunity to that, you'll be able to apply those changes. Trixie, you take half as much damage. So we, with an odd number, we go to half and then drop down. So that means you're only taking seven points of damage. And you can feel the space grow even darker in that hit as it pulls things from you and we are now officially in initiative order. So Asher, you are currently restrained behind the leash. What are you trying to do? Damn you, Arthas. I thought I beat you already. Sorry, that's the Lich King from World of War. <laughs> um, I am going to say, get your hands off me. You don't know, but you're nasty. Gross. Okay, bye. And I'm going to dimension door over across the room by Tanzanite. Yeah. And reversing what had originally occurred with the first dimension door, pulling a skeleton pair with Asher in tow to them, Asher pulls himself away. And there's this ripping sound as Asher is dragged from the two skeletons who, commanded by their leash, their leash leash, uh, didn't leave, but in the process, and I, this is for flavor and fun more than anything else, Asher appears next to you with two skeletal arms attached, and the two skeletons at the other side are now one limb less. And then I will... Um, thank you, Jess. Thank, thank you, you for, for your contributions. Um... And then I will, wait, wait. Oh, that is a bonus action. I will say. Where are my bonus e I think I really have any. Rise, dance, animate, come to life and fight for me. Alas, still no more. And I might have used that before, sorry. But um, I'm going to animate the throne. Uh, cool. As your magic hits that, and I need you to roll a. It's going to be a magic save of some sort. It's going to be your, um, I think it's your spell save. No, it's going to be your, let's do your spell attack. I think your spell attack is higher anyways. Roll your spell attack. And we'll see if that beats 30. the 30. Jesus. And 
going against a big, huge, bad. Ooh, it rolled low. So that's only a yeah. This yeah, you 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 do that, and as you as you seek to animate the throne, uh, you see alarm pass over the face of the leash, and what's harder to understand is that like something that had just been pulled from you a little bit and tugged from you is now reattached to you and it kind of comes back with a snap it's like somebody hit you with a rubber band from way too close and uh my soul (laughs) yeah it yeah, and this, the the leash looks quite alarmed at what you've just done. <laughs> Good. All right. So moves. that that's what I got. So okay, that's your turn. Just to confirm, Asher is now back by us. Yes. Okay. Okay. The three of you were. I went next to Tanzanite. I don't know if you were by Tanzanite. I missed that. If you yeah. yeah. I think Tanzanite came up to me. Yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The three of you are together. You're in a little group. Um. The three skeletons that were near Tanzanite are behind you. Two skeletons, minus one arm each, and the leash are ahead of you. Uh, and there is a now animated oh, throne. Does it get an attack on the first cast? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's six skeletons and an animated chair? It's five skeletons, one leash, and an animated chair. And when you say leash, you. you mean that the main one that was talking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. L-I-C-H. Lich. Oh. I always I heard it like lich, leash. but I don't know. Lich. That's what I... Lich, leash. I, I just pronounce things weird because I'm who I Lychee. am. Should Just remember the Brazier Brazier comment. They both sound the same to me. I thought it was don't leash, know like, you, you know, like he had a leash on him. Okay. I forgot what I was rolling for. Oh, the chair. Um... I guess my what is it my spell attack to hit or no? That's not yeah. Right. Yeah. How do combat been so long? Okay. So, <laughs> oh yeah, spell attack modifier to hit. Okay, so that is a dirty twenty to the skeletons with the one arm. One one of the skeletons with the one arm that was holding me. Okay. Uh, so dirty twenty to hit that definitely hits. Uh, roll okay. the damage. I was definitely prepared to animate something today. Um, the the clatter of the skeleton being hit sounds like the roll of dice on the dice tray. Just uh, eleven, <laughs> eleven, uh, eleven damage. Eleven. Yeah, that that throne hits and just bone fly everywhere. Uh, it, the the other arm flies off in another direction. Uh, the rib cage goes from being a rib cage to just being a a spine. It's kind of barely holding itself together. It's just a skeleton. It was never meant for much more than being a skeleton, uh, obedient to its creator, but otherwise just a skeleton. Um, this one is the one that had the tail that you originally uh, enjoyed meeting so so far. Uh, and after it gets smacked by the thing, uh, it immediately turns to 
the group of you as well as the other uh, four skeletons coming from angles and begin marching towards you. Um, let me just see here really quickly. Okay, so the ones that are behind the throne approach and just step in front of the throne, the single-spined one trying its best to provide cover for the its master. Um, but the three behind you come up quite quickly. And rather than reaching forward with their arms to 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 grab you or or hold you, this time they take and they start cleaving the air towards you, Tanzanite, first with its long serrated arm. And it is going to try to attack you. So it's going to be a 17 to hit. No. She clings off as you kind of block with your mace, pop it, popping it away, leaving it a little bit more open. The next one goes in for another swipe at you. Uh, Nat ones it, swings its as the mace and 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 uh, serrated bone kind of edge off of each other. It, it was reaching down to the same point, clangs and bounces, and its arm shakes for a moment as it stumbles backwards for a second. And the third one sweeps low and uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 to hit, 23 to hit. Yes. So it pokes forward with its arm, uh, the, the sharpened fingertips just sneaking through as your mace is holding up high the other two attacks. Um, and you take five points of piercing damage. All right. Tanzanite, you are up next. Trixie, you are up after that. What do you do? Um, I will. Let me go to my, what I'm going to do. All right. <sighs> okay, first off, if I can even do this, what time of day is it? Um, you went down late afternoon, I believe. And it's been hours down here. So you would consider around. it nighttime? Probably, yes. Okay. I want to reach out and cast um i'm not sure if i can do this because i've never really done it and they're kind of our i'm going to just say it i'm going to attempt to create undead and i can do three but they're kind of already alive ish but I want to try to like send my my uh, uh, shadows to. You want to create this so that your shadows become and and occupy the space as your version of the undead minion. So it's not that they're undead; it's that they're now shadow. We'll use the undead stat block and everything. Yeah. But your shadows are become those things. Yeah. Cool. But I was hoping to do one of the ones behind me one of the ones in front of me, and then the main one. I don't know if that's possible. Like, I want to take over the main guy. Oh, so what are you casting again? Because I think I'm confused. It's called Undead? Where is it? Um, Where'd you go? Create um, Undead. Create. That would be creating, not taking over somebody else's. 
Ah, okay. So I'm still gonna do it with the three. The three then, not yeah, the like, main guy. Again, that's taking over somebody else's undead. So okay. you're just creating already your own. Undead, yeah. Your shadows become three undead beings. Alternatively, I... you just piece together a bunch of random bones from this room and make more. Got it. Okay. Um, I mean, like thinking about all of your different things, because I think you have turn undead, uh, a bunch of other different things. Yeah. Which one says, is this? This just says create undead level six. You can cast this spell only at night. Choose up to three corpses um, within range. Each corpse becomes a ghoul under your control. Okay. And then it says the GM has game statistics for these creatures. And then a bunch <laughs> of other information. Of course it does. It throws it at me all the time. I am not seeing this thing, so I'm trying to find it. You said it was a sixth level spell? Yes. <sighs> I don't see it anywhere, which is, you know, D&D &D Beyond being bad, but Here, I want to Discord. be helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So I would say that in this space, you can easily locate three corpses. Okay. But it's not, I can't like and take over the ones that are already there. Yeah. These, these are... Um, I see. Skeletons that are in a similar way already under the control of another undead being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, uh, you would be pulling up three corpses to animate them with your shadows um, and mentally be able to command them. That's totally fine. You can easily do that. They just wouldn't be these skeletal creatures. Okay. In that case, can I take that back? And I'm okay. going to simply... Um, create my uh, spiritual weapon is what I want to do. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, easily enough. Your, your, what does your weapon look like again? It's just my my uh, Your mace bigger, right? My mace just big, yeah. Thank you. I was like, where is... Yeah. So, so yeah, and what level are you casting this at? Um... Yeah, can I do it at higher? Yeah, you can do it at higher. You can do it every uh, level that you cast it up on gives you one uh, d eight for every two slots above second. So if you do it at fourth, it'll give you another d eight. If you do it at sixth, uh, it'll give you another d eight. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, I want to do it at fourth level. All right, spiritual weapon comes ablaze. Uh, who are you going to hit first? I want to hit the main. No, let me go ahead and take out uh, one of the ones closest to me. All right, yeah. So you you swing your mace, pop, uh, and roll the attack. All right, that'll be eighteen. That hits. Uh, so that's going to be, I think, at fourth level, it's 3d8 plus four? Fourth level is 2d8 plus four. Um, it's plus 1d8 because you're at fourth level with the casting of it. 
sucks, isn't it? At the I'm I could oh, be wrong. Two, two, two D eight. What did I say? So, you, you said two D eight, but isn't it more D eights? Oh, I don't know. It says two D eight on back backstage. Oh, no, no. At the first level, it's one D eight. So yeah, two D eight. Two D eight. Sorry, I can't count either. Two D eight plus four. <laughs> so roll the damage. Darn it. No wonder you have different things. Jess is looking at backstage. <laughs> oh man, eight. Uh, eight total. You so you did the two D eight plus four and got yes. total of eight. Out. Yes. Um, so yeah, you smash into it. Your mace gets the 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 spiritual mace gets stuck into the the rib cage of one for a little bit. Shakes a bit to rattle its cage. <laughs> its rib cage. Um, pop that spiritual mace back out, and that was your bonus action. So what are you doing for your action and movement? Um, for my action, I want to do 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 do. Do, do, do. take my um take my little mace and I want to run and smack the main guy oh so you're gonna try to run all the way up to him I uh, probably just a little bit far because there are two skeletons actively protecting it okay um, well then I'll do so- one of the first ones like you're one gonna of the hit guard one of the guys. two that are standing right in front. Yeah. So, are you gonna take the one that's like already been whacked by a, a, a throne, or are you gonna take the fresh one? Whacked by the throne. Go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? There you are. Take this. Nineteen. Hits. Roll the damage. Oh, I did the wrong one. Wait here. Let me clear all that. Okay. Go. And go. So, fourteen. Yeah, definitely. I was like, man, burst of clouds of bone debris in all directions as you take out, like maybe like uh, a straight hit from below, <laughs> spine splintering out in all directions, and then no longer a skeletal warrior, but just a pile of bone dust in front of you. And as if, you banish that back to the, if I can, if you let me, as like a little bonusy thing, I want to point my my my, my mace. mace at the main guy and be like, "You are defying the natural order of death, and I will correct this." Just, mm. You kind of get the the feral grin, but like, there's a worry here because its throne is now doing things. And you just whacked, like it's it's been in a protracted campaign against the robotic creatures of this place and slowly whittling them down and on the verge of victory. But now three random people show up and just blow through one of its skeletons like that, <laughs> take over its throne and turn its throne against it. Its comfy seat is now no longer a trusted ally. <laughs> been turned against it and there's definitely like this consternation but also just feral hatred and and uh a little bit of that rolls forth as it says the first challenge in centuries i am so ready for this it's clearly not ready for this uh that takes us to trixie all right um 
is um, uh, so there's one left between us and the leader. Um, I am going to kind of charge it and uh, do like a almost kind of like a not a softball swing, but like a like a happy Gilmore wind up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> In an attempt. So, so what are you going for? Which thing? I'm going for the skeleton that's between us and the, so the, behind the lich. The, the, the three that are that were nearest you all. Yes. Okay. Um, this time they are going to take their reaction and try to hit you as you run. Oh, I didn't realize they were that close. Oh yeah. yeah they okay. were they were trying to smack. Um so they are gonna try to take their reaction and try to hit you. <laughs> Does a 14 hit? No. Well, then that definitely doesn't hit. Okay, none of them hit you. But, like, behind, as Trixie, like, darts away, you can see... They're willing to let one go because that, like... (laughs) That in their world and commands, that made sense. But to let two go was too many. (laughs) And now they're just like... all All three of those skeletons' reactions spent... And you are up at this other uh, fresh skelly. Uh, what are you doing? Golf I am, swing? Uh, yes, I am. I am essentially golf swinging up. I'm Roll literally like aiming for the pelvic bone, like between the legs, trying to get it to just go. Um, oh, Almost in a repetition of the the first move where Tanzanite uh, maced it and split the, the 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 spinal column that was all that remained of the other one. You're taking another swing from an even lower vantage point straight up. And what is the attack? Uh, That is a 26. That definitely hits. (laughs) Roll the damage. Okay. Oh, shoot. I had all this time and I didn't grab my dice because I'm a doofus. Okay. That is 15 bludgeoning. Uh. So yeah, the, the the bludgeoning you start at the pelvis, and in a perfect recreation with the pelvis attached as well this time, of what Tanzanite had done, splinters of bone go off in multiple directions. The one arm that remains falls down. The legs totter for a moment as they're split by the sharp side of your shovel before they split one half of pelvis, the other half of pelvis, and the head crushes down before the crack becomes apparent as it lands on the ground and it too splits as you cleanly bludgeon your way through the pelvis to cranium of that skeleton and it is gone. Nothing between you and the leash and the throne that is currently has unseated the leash and. (laughs) All right. I am, I am now uh, going to do a follow-up. Uh, swing my second attack mm-hmm. uh and i am aiming for his head okay roll the attack uh, oh maybe not 21 uh you you go to make that swing and as you go to make that swing it holds up an arm like this and a glowing barrier appears and boom, your, your uh shovel glances off this glowing barrier around it as a Hang on. cast shield on itself as a reaction. 
Um, I am going to. It's okay. Let it go. With that. it's not bad. Just, just... Um. Well, you don't hear it the way I do. Come on. Stop it. Um, I am going to try to uh, follow up with a, uh, an unarmed strike. Mm -hmm. um, just, I guess, flurry of blows, but I would like to do it with one hand because I'll be holding my shovel in the other. Yeah, it's a flurry of blows. It could yeah. be your feet. It could be your hands. It could be a headbutt. Flurry of blows. It's your color. You decorate it. Okay. Roll um, your attacks. All right. First one. Ooh, well, that's that's an eighteen straight, so that's a twenty-eight. Yeah, that does hit. Like you, the first of your flurry of blows, you swing on un, under cutting and and smack, and the, its arcane shield is pushed away for a moment to for, when, so that you get that hit in. Uh, roll your next attack. It's going to be a few attacks. Uh, that's another twenty-one. Uh, or no, no, I lied. That's only an 18. Never mind. Um, 18 total? Yeah. That misses, so... Yeah. Push. Okay. And so the one first more? one... The first one hit. Mm, no, I only get two. Okay. So roll the damage for that one. Uh, ooh. 13. 13. Uh, Bludgeoning, yeah. Great. Cool. Um... Anything else you're doing in this? Uh, action, action. I'm going to stay. Okay. I'm going to stay. Uh, using its legendary action, uh -oh. the leash reaches forward to you and touches you. Does a... Does a 30 hit? I'm guessing it does. But yes, it does. Your, your, all your ACs are climbing up there, so I've been very aware of where you're all getting. Um, you take 10 cold damage, and I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Pitter-pats. You're muted. 19? You, you, you feel for a moment this paralysis creep through your veins before you're able to, through your monkish awesomeness and general and anatomical superiority, flush your own system of whatever was coming across with that cold and you throw off what would have been paralysis. Um, but you are now aware of what it can do. Um, and then it's its turn. So it's going to take its turn and it is going, going to boop to... me again. <laughs> well, it booped you and you rejected the freeze in place and hold still little monkey. So now what it's going to do is it's going to disappear. And... I would like you both, Tanzanite and Trixie, since you're closest to it, to go ahead and roll perception checks. And it gets to 
to see if you're able to overcome oh. one. Unnatural see. 20. Okay. Intense. Um, nine. Nine, ten, Fifteen. Trixie, with your unnatural <laughs> 20, you think you hear the scraping of cloth. It has not left. It is somewhere here, but you can't track where that sound went. So you don't get an attack of opportunity, but this leash is now invisible and mobile somewhere in the space. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that takes the end of its turn that you're able to witness. And we're back to the top of the order with Asher. Oh, hello. Um, I, you, I got they three, left you three behind of with three skeletons. Yeah. Guess who doesn't have a lot of melee attacks or attack spells? I'm Except you have a flying chair that's near you two. Yeah, that's yeah, over you by you still. And you can't move it? I mean, I can. Not that far. Um, it moves 30 feet. I don't know how far away I am. Yeah, it's just a little over 30 feet. Um, I will. So it's three skeletons in front of me, and then they are three skeletons behind where you are. Like, so if if we were to picture it as a a scroller game, there's the leash over here or where it was, and the throne. There's your okay. two friends. There's you, and then there's the two skeletons or the three skeletons right behind you, and the spiritual weapon hanging out with you. So I could run over to them without the skeletons being in between us, but they would yes, get a reaction. Yes, and because they already used their reaction, you they don't have a reaction. Hey, not the. I'm going to run over to my friends and then turn around and shoot at one of the. I'm going to run over to my friends and turn around and shoot at the middle skeleton. Okay, roll the attack. Wait, is that forty feet or more? Uh, it'd be about thirty plus feet. Mm. But not quite 40. Um, you can only run 30 feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you probably can't run quite far enough to be at the optimal range, but you could roll with disadvantage and still get the shot. Okay, we'll do that, I guess. From what you've seen, these skeletons aren't exactly the most robust creatures in the world. Uh, this is a 17 hit. All the damage. Where are you? The click clack. People of the dice. I really want that to catch on. Or creatures of dice would be really good. 17 nice. damage. To the middle one. 17 damage to the middle one. It just, that shot hits. And I don't know where it hits. Maybe it's a sternum shot, but just bone shatter in all directions. And Again, bone dust. Uh, anything else from you? That was movement and action. Yeah, um, let's see. I would like to say, um, shit. I don't have any bardic inspiration. Like <laughs> who's written? Um, I will look at Trixie and say, "Hey, good job." today I'm glad that you're here with me keep up the good work and I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration awesome 
Trixie, you 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 hear this and you're like, usually, I mean, his work has been questionable, but this one is a little rough. And yet, you still feel like the, t- you, the attention was good. All right, you're the brother I never knew I needed, <laughs> and you are filled with the D10 of Bardic Inspiration, correct? Um, um, yes. And then the throne is the throne up to anything? Does a oh lord? Uh, what are you going for? Uh, four slam attack. Um, and that's how much movement does it have? I still have one skeleton right next to it, right? Oh, no, they 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 demolished the skeleton. Oh, um, it has. You could thirty feet randomly swing for wherever you think the leash might be, uh, or you could just get its movement to get closer to the other two skeletons. I will force empowered slam all the way to as close as I can get to them in case I run into the other guy. Okay, so what I need you to do is I need you to roll an attack with disadvantage. Oh, <laughs> I literally don't know what you're swinging. I know, but I rolled a 31 on the first attack. Oh, <laughs> dang. 29? Uh, it, yeah, it just swooshes through. And you think, all of you think you hurt here at the point of which this is happening, a <laughs> which might be a leash style saying of oh shit <laughs> but there is no connecting force boo hmm. I do have another idea but it has to wait to my next turn <laughs> so, sorry I needed to and I need everybody to be off. behind me <laughs> well, at this point you kind of rearrange the room so that that's yeah. somewhat like that uh, the two remaining skeletons come charging up to Asher, uh, trying to follow him, and they are both going to try to take their swings at you, Asher. Um, does a does an eighteen hit? Yes. Okay, you take <laughs> you take five <laughs> points of piercing damage from the first one. Does a seventeen hit? Yeah. Oh, wait, if it's the same, is that a no? So you take total of 10 hit points of piercing damage. Ah. Ow! Ow! <laughs> um, and they don't do other cool things because they're not very smart. They're legitimately dumb. <laughs> they have a minus two to their intelligence. Well, uh, and, and their boss isn't bossing them around. So that takes us to Tanzanite. Right. All right. You've so. got your ethereal glowing club of boop. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or bonus actions, if you want, or whatever it is. I have no idea at this point. I forget. Yeah, it's a and bonus. You have your, but it doesn't take a spell slot anymore. Correct. Remember. Yep. So you can cast a full spell as an action. You can do all your different abilities as an action that you oh, have yeah. to action. Already, um, and then you. Okay, so, what are you doing? First off, is there now one skeleton in front of the main guy, or did he also go after Asher? Was he one the of the leash three? Disappeared in front of Trixie's eyes. Yes, after, I remember that. After booping her and failing his boop, <laughs> and is somewhere. The, yeah, the two skeletons that were there with him are gone. 
They're both the throne gone. went okay. flinging by y'all as Asher controlled it to try to smack anything in between. You heard a, oh shit. Then a skeleton was also shot and blown up. The two skeletons came and tried to smack on Asher. The throne is back where the skeletons were. The skeletons are up near where you all are now. They've reversed the room a bit. Yeah. Okay. So then all I'm going to do is simply going to change who I'm going to attack. So I'm going to use, where did you go? Here it is. I just saw you. Where did you? Oh, there you are. Okay. At second level, I'm going to do inflict wounds on one of the, uh, one of the skeletons messing with Asher. Okay. Okay. Um, So. And that is a 25 to hit. Awesome. Nope, nope, nope. That's not right. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. And what then it? it's damage. It's right. It is right. It is right. Sorry. Okay. Okay. It definitely hits. What is the damage? And damage is 18. I thought Again, I was looking another... at the wrong spell, but I was not. I was looking at the right one. Oh, okay. Um, so so this is a melee attack. So it's, it's close enough that you're able to move forward and smack at it with this spell empowering your mace. And when you smack in this kind of way, all of this necrotic energy gets inverted somehow through your death magics and your positionality of respecting and caring for death. And you disincorporate every aspect of the skeleton structure, leaving one skeleton remaining. And with my bonus action, I'm just going to go bonk with my spiritual weapon to that last skeleton. The Roll game of the boots. Attack. Spiritual bonk. Uh, the, 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 the all right. Spiritual, spiritual bonk. bonk is a 15. Hits. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, damage 14. Dead. The last skeleton gone. And is that your turn and everything? Um, my... I want to move... I just want to move like 10 feet somewhere. I don't really care what direction. Like, I just want to be like, you know, this kind of like a looking, waiting. Like against, against the wall, maybe? Yeah. I want to back up 10 feet to get against a wall. My back to the wall. Okay. Uh, awesome. So you move in that space. So you're the only one who's moved beyond the range of what hits next. Oh. And appearing about 20. 20 feet from Trixie and Asher and about 40 feet from Tanzanite is the leash again as it uses its legendary action to try to disrupt all life once again. And I need you both to make a DC constitution saving throw, skipping the number because I don't want to tell you yet because you have to have it happen. That's to one you <laughs> I'll say with an at 20, you just shrug off 
all the effects of what's coming. I just like matrix it. There's no half. You fully escape the, like, as that happens, you're just, yes, matrixing it, but also the, the, your soul already got pulled on once and you're like, no, that's my soul. Back off. <laughs> uh, 17? 17 does not, not make it. Oh, no. So, so you take 21 points of necrotic damage. Owie! Ow. And with that legendary action used, but it's visible to you, Trixie, it is your turn. You are up. Uh, how far away? It's 20 feet 20 from feet you. From me? All right. All right. Um, I am going to uh, put my shovel away again. Um, okay. And I'm just going to run up on it and... and Go to punch, punch him right in his punchy puncherson dead face. <laughs> All right, roll your attacks. While you're rolling your attacks, I'm gonna go grab the thing that I was trying to grab before. Mm. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 22? 22 hits. Okay, first is now we have a second attack. Ooh, 23. 23 hits. Um, and then I'm going to do uh, another flurry of blows. Um, let me just mark off the key point. So that's two two more? Yeah, two more. Um, 15. Miss. 26. Hits. Okay. You got three hits. Roll the damage for those. Okay. Eleven. Uh nine. Ah! <laughs> it's decreasing as I roll. Uh an eight. Eleven, For nine, and all eight. that this looks like a frail being. You see it just absorbing these blows as you make them. Its mouth grins wider. It's canines sharper and longer than they should be and it whispers to you you are a gift returning the excitement long past and it's going to use a legendary action to try once again to keep you as it's present and it reaches out and touches you you take let's see if you take it uh does 28 hit? Yes. You take a 10 cold damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Fourteen. Uh, this time, that that cold seeps deeper within you, and you suddenly can't move. You are, for mechanics world, paralyzed for one minute. And you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns, ending the effect on yourself with a success. Tanzanite and Asher, you witness the flurry of motion that is Trixie suddenly still. Okay. Um, and for those of you who don't know, because we haven't used this yet, paralyzed creature is incapacitated. 
um, automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws and attack rolls against this creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is critical if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. So just so you all know, just so you're aware, because that's a thing. I'm in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a pickle. And as the pickle stays frozen, unable to even say the word pickle, uh, the leash takes its turn and once again disappears from sight. Uh, Tanzanite and Asher, not you, Trixie, because you're paralyzed, would <laughs> both of you roll a perception check to see how well you're able to track this creature while it's invisible? Sorry, one more time, a perception? Perception checks. Great, thank Peace. you. 28. Okay. 24. Wow, both of you are awesome. Um, you can't see it, <laughs> but you know the vague direction from which it's going because it keeps letting its tattered robes drag over the muck. And so you hear it just in time to kind of like snap your eyes over and see some of the muck resettle into its space. So you have a vague idea of where it is. And what I'll say what this does for you mechanically is that if you do try to do an attack against it, you only have disadvantage rather than no chance whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, there may be other things you choose to do as well that are more useful and more powerful, but you have a general sense of where it is at. It has moved away from Trixie um, in its movement phase of what it was doing. Uh, that takes us to the top of the order with Asher. Oh, shit. I was a dumbass and didn't use my inspiration. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. glad you didn't because I kind of wanted somebody to get paralyzed. It's got to collect um, snacks. Your snack one. It's better in person because I can hand you the dice. <laughs> um so just airmail them each time. Can I turn in such a way that I'm facing Mr. Draggy Robes without facing Tanzanite or Trixie? Based on the position, if you move up near Trixie, you can turn and face in the direction where you saw the movement without hitting Tanzanite or Trixie. Pretty yeah, I'm easily. Gonna, I'm gonna well, do that. I'm going to turn oh, no. towards the movement. Oh, no. <laughs> But I'm going to say <laughs> pain and agony, the colors of the rainbow all up in your face. And I'm going to cast uh, prismatic spray. Oh, I love that spell. Which I never got to use that as much as I love it. Eight multicolored rays of light flash from your hand. This is really complicated, so it's going to take a minute. Each ray is a different color, has a different power and purpose. Each creature in a 60-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw for each target. Roll a D8 to determine which color ray affects it. So... It has to as a dex twenty attack or save. Yep. Okay. Um, I need a D eight. And I will say that a leash while dexterous is not uber dexterous. It does not make the twenty. So okay, it so is this definitely will be affected. one, two, three, four, five. Target takes ten d six cold damage on a failed save. So. Okay. Cool. I've had these so dice sitting here for weeks, just waiting. <laughs> oh, it takes cold damage? Damn it. Yeah, I really wanted fire. It's random. It's basically. I know, I know. Yeah. But fire would have been awesome. Uh, I love the cone effect and then the, the D8 per. And choosing which one, so much fun. 
32. 32. 32. So... those prismatic beams are going off in all directions, but one seems to hit something for a moment invisibly and you hear a screech, but it's not quite the screech it should have been as this being has resistance to cold damage. Yeah. But you do hear a screech. You did get to p- pick off you some hit them. points. <laughs> and it was really, really cool. It probably also sets Tanzanite up for a better chance of smacking something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's your action for my bonus. Um, I would. Oh wait, no, my bonus action is my animating thing. So, um, I'm going to use its little screech to smack it with its own throne if I can. Okay, so roll the attack for the throne. Still roll with disadvantage, but I'm changing the DC. Basically. Oh, at a nat twenty and a seventeen. Does a seventeen hit? Uh, seventeen plus what? Oh, uh, 29. Sorry. 29. Uh, yes, the 29 hits. You kind of like similar area to where that cold screech was, maybe just a little bit off. The throne clips the leash and roll the damage. Chixie, you can always use your inspiration on your next saving throw. Even though it took you out of the fight, it's still... Eleven damage. Eleven damage. Uh, uh, cool. Is anything else on your turn? Uh, new. No. That should be it. Beautiful. So as that whoosh, comes through, uh, it's going to use its legendary action once again, and it just stares at you, Asher. It's glaring at you from what you did. It appears out of nowhere and just starts glaring at you. I would like to use a free um, action to do this. And as you reach <laughs> up to do that, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. That's a plus zero on that. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> That's an eight. Let's re-roll that with my last luck point. Much better. 17. Still not good enough. Boom. Not good enough. And even as you go to reach up and give it the double birds, what happens is you suddenly just become irrationally, but probably rationally afraid. Um, You have the fright. I I always get feared. I always get feared. I'm so afraid of everything. Afraid. You are frightened for um, one minute. You can repeat your saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Um, that would end the effect on you. Uh, if you are successful or the thing, you become immune to it for 24 hours. So right now you're afraid, but if you successfully get through it, you're immune to it. Uh, the leash is very much visible to you, Tanzanite, and it is your turn. Okay, well, that changes some stuff. One friend looks panicked. One friend looks frozen in fear. What are you going to do? Okay, my dear? well, I'm changing out what I'm going to do because I have an opportunity and I can see it. So I am going to. Um, what am I going to do? I'm going to just point my 
my long skinny finger and cast Guiding Bolt at the sixth level. Um, it's a little scary when you guide that bolt. <laughs> and that's going to be a 24 to hit. That hits. Yay! Okay. Doesn't have the spell slot left to put up the shield. And a 28 to damage. That is successfully damaging. You cast Guiding Bolt, you see it thump into the body of this, this creature. Um, it is starting to look... It already looked ragged from the start because it's a leech, but it's starting to look a little abused. Some of the parched, dried skin is starting to look a little torn, and things are getting a little dangerous for it. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to um, move my spiritual weapon and thwump him. Roll spiritual bark! I bunk you upon the noggin. I bonk you in the name of death. Hits. Okay. Without its shield, it doesn't really have a high AC. And we'll a have 10. a high AC. Ten more damage. Awesome. And then I'm gonna say to Trixie, be like, just hold on. I was coming for you, but couldn't miss this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and you hold just on. hear you just hear <laughs> Exactly. Right. Asher, go ahead and no, 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 wait. Where are we? Where are we? I'm messing Me. up. Trixie, go ahead and roll a saving throw. What kind of be, saving throw? It, it's the same one. It's oh. the Constitution saving throw. Just checking. But you have a pretty high Constitution, I thought. No. Not on the save. Oh. That's a six. <laughs> oh. It's a whole six. You are oh, so God. paralyzed. Uh, okay. At the end of Trixie's turn, the leech is out of the legendary action, so it's going to have to roll for them at the beginning of its turn, which is right now. And it got them back. It has all of its legendary actions. Son which will have bitch. to use after somebody else's turn. And it is going to, since it's visible and available to all, it is going to... It's going to look at this group and it's going to see where you're all standing and it just says join me in decrepitude and it casts blight no wash of necromatic energy just washes over all three of you and the 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 uh and charlotte yeah and charlotte (laughs) (laughs) But that's his own Charlotte, Charlotte, so it doesn't affect Charlotte. Um, And you all need to make a constitution saving throw if you can. I believe all of you can. Constitution saving throw. You sure about that? 17? Oh, natural 20! Okay. I make that one. Not bad for someone who's paralyzed. You're like, I'm gonna dodge this anyway, even though I can't move. <laughs> well, I'm not dodging, dodging it. it. It's, like it's more like I'm just going, I'm I'm already clenching, so I just clench harder. <laughs> 18 for me. 18 for you. 
Yeah. God, it's, um, I forgot. Okay. As funny uh, as these dice are, they're so the hard same. to read. Oh, yeah. Mm. Those ones are really gorgeous and impossible to read, especially when you're racing to, racing to get the right things. Five, uh, six. I should have done a pre-roll on this. I didn't think I was going to have to use it. Seven. I don't like that they keep counting. <laughs> Eight. Okay. Uh, ooh, nice. Um, so if you rolled an 18 or higher, you're only taking half this damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, Why do you hate me? Oh, I'm going to be hurting. 42. Oh, my God. 48 points of necrotic oh damage. Not quite dead yet. To anybody is the full amount, half as much if you are... Um, making the save or if you are resistant to necrotic damage and that was so, fun was it do i, do I get was any, it <laughs> do I get, it was super fun do i get anything for having a nat 20 or no uh i would say with a nat 20 you can have it again quarter damage okay yeah so this 12? is like the uber level this is a fifth level spell that they cast it at so that's kind of tough Twelve? Uh yeah. Forty-eight. Yeah. Twelve, yeah. I had to do math again. Um and it steps back after doing after washing the area in this several feet um while lifting up one hand and pointing it directly at Tanzanite as it steps further and further back. Um, and that's the end of its turn, which takes us to Asher, who can roll a saving throw. This was for the frightened condition. Nope, I'm scared. Wisdom. Okay. Uh, that takes us to Tanzanite. Okay. Crookedly pointing evil finger at you. Okay. Your friend is scared. Your other person is. He's scared real slow because he's limping a lot and bleeding a lot. <laughs> I'm um, going and to. And Asher, you're frightened. Oh, wait. Um, Can I still cast spells and stuff? You have disadvantage on ability checks and stuff like that. You just can't go closer to it. So let's finish you up. Oh, in that okay. case. In that case, I am going to say... If you have a spell that would remove the condition from yourself, if you have a spell that can fire from long distance I, away... I do, but also I'm almost dead, so I'm not sure if I should heal myself. Okay, let's do this. I will say... Took a little time... Wait, no, that's all right. Sorry, wrong poem. Uh, my usual words may not be enough for this. Let's try something else. And I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration on myself to remove the fear, I think. Awesome. Uh, even if it doesn't exist in that format and if it doesn't behave that way, I feel like it should because Restoration should be Oh, awesome. shit. Blind, what? deaf, and paralyzer poison. So no. Just touch a creature and you can end one disease or condition afflicting it. Condition can be blind, 
deaf paralyzed. I feel like frightening is a condition. Is the same thing. So it's in my world. I I like my other plan. If you if if it doesn't. No, no, no. In my world, I like that spell to do the thing that it does. So yes, you are free of fear. Okay. In my world, in my under under D and D in or under in D and D beyond under conditions, frightened is there. So yeah, but it it specifies. It does specify, but but I feel like fear. This is Rick's underworld, so. Yes. I feel like fear is in that group. So. Uh, it belongs in that group at least. One of these son of a bitch spells is a bonus action. Give me a second. I'm going to use. It's funny because I have a feat or a feat that could make me not be charmed or frightened, but I can't do it to someone else. (laughs) I would say. I wrote a poem that was said to cure bleeding, but I forgot it. I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. So the Lesser Restoration is a spell, and that's a spell, so you can't do two spells. Uh, it's a bonus so action do... spell, Healing Word. Okay, so then either you wouldn't have been able to do the Lesser Restoration to yourself no, because less, you would have to be a is, No, Lesser Restoration is, a, is an action spell, and this is a bonus so action spell. Active spells, if you're casting a regular spell as a bonus action, have to be a cantrip. Oh. So well, you're kind of stuck. Action dead. economy is kind of evil with the spells. True. So to get the lesser restoration, which gets you free of the fear, you would lose the bonus action. If you want to heal yourself, you could just bonus action heal yourself and then cast a different cantrip That's as right. your main action. Um, I'm. Oh wait, bonus action has to be the animated item. I keep forgetting that. Um, so never mind. I'll use the chair. It doesn't and... have to be. You can do other things, but yeah, right. you can send the chair after but it. I will just smash it with the chair again. Yep. Roll the attack. No disadvantage this time because you can see it clearly in your freaked out world. Uh, twenty-three hit. Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry. I keep losing this dice. One second. Uh, 11 again. 11 damage. Awesome. It takes that next hit. It reaches out with a legendary action because it did restore them. It's been maintaining eye contact with you even as it gets bowled over by its own chair, Tanzanite. It keeps that finger extended. And this ray of ice comes flying at you. And you need to... Is this a save or me a hit? Oh, range spell attack. Okay, so does a <laughs> does a fifteen hit? Uh, no. It's pointing all evilly eyed, sparking, raging, coldness. My shadows from its move fingertips, it. <laughs> and it just bloop, the shadows distract and deflect, and uh, and the sparkler ice finger does not. <laughs> the sparkler does not hit. <laughs> nice, Jason. <laughs> uh, and that takes us to Tanzanite, your turn, because mm-hmm. skeletons all be dead. So I want to nuke it. I was gonna heal. That's fine. Trixie's I mean, it's still... looking really beat up. Its skin's torn. Okay. 
at? Mm-hmm. Can I tempt you over here? Can I? Do you want to handle over here? I want to smash or pass. <laughs> How far away am I from it? Uh, at this point, because it backed up and everything, you are currently about forty feet from it. Forty feet. Okay. In that case, I am going to. Oh, here it is. Okay. At fifth level. She does the fifth level stuff. It's so scary. Um, where'd you go? I'm gonna shoot out a guiding bolt and it's a 25 to hit. That definitely hits. Um, roll the damage. 21. Woo! A glowing crater remains in the center of the chest of the lich as Guiding Bolt gives advantage. Oh, no. Hey, Google, stop. As Guiding Bolt gives the next attack against this creature advantage. So whoever attacks next will have advantage, whether it's a big staff of maciness or whatever. But you've just given the next attack against it advantage. Amazing. I am absolutely going to drop my hammer mace. It's not a hammer, but I want to say drop the hammer on him. But it's a mace. All right. Roll the attack. Okay. And that was at fourth level. So let me go there. Um, there you are. Oh, 19. Oh, I get advantage though. Yes, you have advantage. 19 still. (laughs) Well, it doesn't have its shield spell available, so it's still (gasps) low in its AC, so that does hit. And as you hit it, roll the damage. Nine. Describe to me how you (laughs) send death back into the place where it belongs. How do you restore order to death? I want to... I don't know if I can say that it does this, but basically in my head, my shadows are the ones controlling my spiritual weapon. And so they, they go over, they grab it, they whack him. And just as he's about to die, I want to say something like, no one can. I wish I was better at words. <laughs> uh, no one can escape death. And now you will join me as well. the essence of this creature just seems to disappear and and fall apart and leaving behind bits and pieces of the drought just gross uh uh um gear and such that it had and Really, very little is left besides parts of its corpse and stuff like that. Just there's, there's less than there appeared to be in life. 
And what I would like for you to do tonight as we wrap up this session, I would like you to roll your death skill. Okay. And that was something plus something, or is it now on my thing? It's, it's now on your thing. It's the last thing on your, well, for me, it's the last thing on your list of skills. Okay. Ooh, okay. Come on, baby. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> um, 19. Okay. With a 19, as you said, rejoin me in death, you realize it did not come. It did not do as it was bid. Mm. There is something here that it's primary essence is attached to and that it uses to keep, prolong and keep its undead life and just <laughs> stave off actual death. I can help. <laughs> just got to ask. <laughs> no, stop. Stop metagaming. <laughs> and you... I already intended to do what, what I would. But That's required. Mm -hmm. And you know that it's not there. So it's not with me yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we are now out of combat order. Um, I know that we're also so past time for a lot of us. We went a little late. So we can pick up here again unless people feel like they want to stretch. But I feel like it's probably super late for all of us. Brains getting toast. <laughs> all right. Thank you all very much for joining us. We really enjoyed having you here. We look forward to seeing you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, except I'm not sure I'm allowed to say bat. Uh, but thank you for sticking around for an extra long session. We will wrap up the leash stuff next week. Thank you all. Happy Hopefully. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. 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 bye.